I believe good. him when he says that there are parts of it that he denounces because I don't. But he didn't provide that clarity, <clears throat> and he has to know that because he of was too platform, busy being in his feelings about it. A lot of people read his stuff. There's gotta be some. Yeah. There, there's you know. gotta be some some German people. Definitely don't help that they ain't lost since he left. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they don't too straight. Gotta be some German folks that still hold some some very uh, offbeaten, idealistic views that are seeing this news and be like, oh, Hans. But Did we you can't, see what but, the niggas but, are saying? But here's the thing. <laughs> Those old niggas are saying the things that we love. <laughs> it's we, crazy. That is a, ter- <laughs> that that is a terrible accent. Them. That is a terrible accent, <laughs> they, but I love it. They hate, those, they hate the Jews. <laughs> what? Like us. <laughs> it's crazy. Listen, listen. Big, big body, do we have any German <laughs> listeners? We got less than one percent, but after this one, baby, after this one, it's going up. I apologize. Us, those niggas are crazy. (laughs) They're doing us. They work for us. Hey audience, this is Big oh, Body Band. Sausage. I just want to let you know, if you didn't hear anything for the last two minutes, it's because I cut it out. <laughs> nah, this is gold. This is gold. Hogs, how to be the sausage? This nigga, Kyrie Irving, is saying what I just said. It was yesterday. It's the rest. This nigga spitting. Yo, wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up, up your wake, up your wake, up your wake. I am your host L dot A dot AKA LA, and with me is the Spirit Gunner, the worst craving of rap, Cam, motherfucking Archer. I want to give a special shout out to our thirteen percent, hmm. because you already know what time it is. When I speak in this accent, you know what time it is. We're back in the six. We're back in Canada. We're in Toronto. I'm not sorry about anything. It's her loss, you know? It's her loss. It's more tune for your head top. Six God. OVO gang. October's very own. Halloween gang. Free band gang. Slaughter gang. Murder gang. You know what time it is. Do your little fucking intros, man. Go ahead. It's her loss, man. To 13%, we're sorry ahead of time. Also with us, the family. Sure, 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 sure. The one with all the facts and the lyrics. The producer of what? The director, A. Devon Johnson. It's getting deep. Banging on a trash can. Drumming on a street light. Mm. One little voice is calling me. It's calling me. One little you voice one. You is calling one. me. I'm mad as hell. You didn't strum I on the banjo. I wasn't about to do that whole damn song. All you had to do was strum <laughs> on the banjo. I said you missed one. I didn't say the whole song. You just missed one line. Hanging on a trash can. Hey, Doug has strumming on a street light. <laughs> strumming on my banjo. What would it name? The Beats? Hell yeah. I-E-O. Killer Tofu. Killer Tofu. E-I-E. I have a Beats tour t-shirt in my closet. I'm not even bullshitting you. <laughs> I need like, more allowance. You're <laughs> what a great song. Why? Because I do. That's a great explanation. Hello. 
and followed yeah, beats, up by with a yodel. Beats are phenomenal. Yeah, he said he used to buy some CDs. That's the first line of the verse. I'm like, okay, I'm here. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> but like, a lot of a lot of thought going I into the, the grass. In, the I cleaned world the house. Concerts. I think I deserve some. <laughs> some man, more 90s, 90s, uh, 90s cartoons, man. It was a great time. Goat era. Hey, yo, shout out to Chip Skylark, though, in the 2000s. Don't forget Chip. Mm-hmm. Chip was doing his thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, he wasn't so fucking good. with old boy on Hey Arnold who did uh, I Saw Your Face and Wow, but, you know. I saw your face and wow. That nigga had a dance to it. Nigga said, I saw, I saw your face and wow. <laughs> <laughs> that shit was hitting, bro. And then, and then they had my man, my, my man Dino Spumoni hitting the... Yo, I'm still standing. <laughs> yo, Dino had the choice. <laughs> They can tell me why I was randomly singing uh, Come Crawl With Me from fucking when they did a, when Rocco's Modern Life made Filbert into a lounge singer, but he was just doing fucking Frank Sinatra songs. Come crawl with me like a turtle out through the bay. I was like, yo, that shit was kind of hidden. <laughs> okay. Good writing, man. Good writing. Yo. They don't do it we'll like get, that no more. Can't wait till we get to our list to start chopping, chopping some of those away. Also with us. Big Body Bang himself, the one that makes this podcast run and go. Josh, Mar, Martinez, Latino Heat. His name is Bane. And I just want to say that's incorrect because we all know that Drake makes this podcast run and go. Okay, OVO <laughs> game. All right. You heard it here first. <laughs> Welcome all the wrongdoers to you, your brand Josh new- is like, I'm going to fuck this thing up. It <laughs> <laughs> came so fast. It <laughs> came so fast. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> Welcome wrongdoers to, your, your, new- to Toronto. <laughs> your new favorite podcast. <laughs> With three black men to get together each and every week to mean what we say and say what we mean. And as always, it's Peace to Radio Raheem. This is the Do the Wrong Thing podcast, episode 60. Even numbers. What What episode was that? 60. Six, 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 six. <laughs> All I'm saying is build a wall. Build a wall between <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> Hell no. Wow. I still got to find Manny Steele. Where you at, girl? <laughs> Shout out to my boo from Degrassi. Mm. Uh, we got a packed episode for you guys today. New segment alert. We got to have a new segment a little later today. You're going to have to stick around for that. Uh, unfortunately, as it is all too common on this podcast, we have to give you a RIP update. This one's, uh, we've had a lot of big ones. This one seems to be one of the largest that we've ever had to, to unfortunately talk about. Um, obviously, uh, Cam is our, our resident RIP guy, so I'm going to let him take over from here. What a dubious uh, distinction and honor that I have. Yeah, you're welcome. You you so, earned it. <laughs> we're gonna. This is. We're not obviously putting levels on loss of life. We're gonna start with Aaron Carter. Mm-hmm. We just lost Aaron Carter yesterday. Yeah. Yes. As of that? this recording. Yes. Uh, that he was only 34. So that kind of like was like, damn. I just really had to think back to when like all the. That's how I'd be. Yeah, I am 34. Aaron's party. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like <clears throat> Aaron Carter famously was a you know singer, a little bit of an actor. The younger brother of Nick Carter, famously known from the Backstreet Boys. But, of course, at a very young age, I want to say about like 10, 11, he just started his own music career. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, like a lot of stars that, you know, gained notoriety at a young age, fell into some of the wrong things, had issues with drugs, had issues with law, and unfortunately was found dead in his home in his bathtub a few days ago in Lancaster. So, rest in peace to uh, Aaron Carter. 
Uh, mm-hmm. He had some troubles. He had some issues, personal demons. But you know, it's very unfortunate that he couldn't overcome those things and and keep doing what he wanted to do. He did rap now, so <clears throat> very unfortunate. Rest in peace, Aaron Carter. Yeah. And of course, the one that pretty much shook the uh, hip hop music world this past week. Uh, late on Halloween evening in Houston, we lost takeoff of the Migos. Unfortunately, he was gunned down at a bowling alley in Houston. We're not going to get into none of the details on stuff. We don't have yeah, concrete still, evidence still, of what happened. Still really messy. Still very messy and fluid. There's a lot of things going on there. A lot of a lot of stuff that we don't want no parts of going on there. Mm-hmm. Very unfortunate. He was there with Quavo. Some things went down. And unfortunately, takeoff was the bystander who got struck twice and passed away. Honestly, it was a part of the most influential group group of the past decade. One of the greatest rap groups of all time. If you want to really get debatable about it, they might be the best rap group of all time, depending on who you talk to. If you just look at the, the clear impact of their music mm-hmm. uh, so far this decade and just very talented people who were they went from being called mumble rappers to people who were like going, no, they're just they're just really rapping. Well, y'all just mm-hmm. got to keep up with what they're doing. I never understood the whole mumble rap thing anyway, but I do want to give a very, very large condolences to the entire family of Takeoff, family, friends, anybody affected by that because that's really messed up. He was a pretty young dude. I think he was 28. <clears throat> he was the youngest member of the group. Yeah. So rest in peace to take off. Please, like I did, I immediately went back and just ran through the whole discography of Amigos and then into Infinity Links with, with Quavo. Just, he's been killing verses since he was like 17. So yeah. rest in peace to take off, man. You're my favorite yeah. Amigos. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people came out <clears throat> recently to, to, to echo that. You know, uh, he's always, he seemed to be the, most down to earth, quiet one. Uh, the one that, even though you know Quavo seemed to be on a lot of the features and um, Offset seemed to be um, more the, I guess not rambunctious one, but like the more. No, he was the more rambunctious one. <laughs> offset uh, was the one there was always like, "Hey, yo, free Offset." Offset was locked up for a minute before yeah. they really started to pop. Uh, Takeoff always seemed to be the one that was more reserved and people respected because of his his lyrical prowess and how he uh, how he carried a, a lot of the songs. Um, you know, the Migos has gone through a lot, including their most recent separation, which is really unfortunate when you think about how quick, you know, you talk to somebody one day and you trivialize certain things and can't seem to reconcile. And then that person is gone. You have no way to fix it. So uh, I can't imagine the, the stress that a lot of that family is going through right now. So deepest condolences to that. Um, you know, ever since even in the beginning when they first came out and they weren't quite legitimate with the the, mum, the mumble rap aspect that Cam talked about. You have people like uh, Drake that helped provide them legitimacy uh, to a lot of people. Go Drake were, and Migos at the Versace store. Yeah, the, back, the backpack crew, you know, uh, of that set, they started to pay more attention. And then you had Donald Glover get on stage and say Bad and Bougie's the best song. You know what I mean? So Ever, yeah. Yeah, they had, they had so many uh, people that weren't traditionally in their circle uh, to fans wise in those fan circles that got a chance to open up and, and listen to them because of that. So big shout out to them. Uh, rest in peace. Take off for sure. Uh, Antonio, did you have anything? Nope. You guys covered it. All right. Uh, so it's uh transition over to some lighter news, but not quite lighter news because this is kind of wrapped in a lot of controversy. So, uh, not that long ago, Drake and 21 Savage released a or talked about releasing an album together. Uh, they announced it with their video, which took 
at least me by surprise. I think it took a lot of people by surprise. I remember when we talked about the Khaled album, and I talked about how 21 Savage is doing Drake-like bars and doing Drake-like songs. I Little did I know that there was more cooking <laughs> for that type of uh, work to be done. So Her Loss dropped, uh, what was this, the fourth? Because we'll be on the fifth, right? Sixth, sorry. Dropped the fifth. The fourth. The fourth. It dropped the fourth. Okay, so we've been waiting two days as of this recording. It dropped on a Friday, huh? <sighs> it's a banger, guys. I don't know what to tell you. It's problematic as fuck. And we're going to pack it. Zero that, skips. That motherfucker is a banger, boy. God damn. Right out the fucking gate. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? Uh, album art. You talk about a lot when it comes to Drake. He used... I don't know what the significance of it is. Her name is Suki. Suki? Mm-hmm. She's a a model. Uh, you can find her on IG. I'm, I'm sure a lot of a lot of you guys have already already gone through a lot of those photos already. <laughs> if you haven't done so, uh, but yeah, she's the face uh, on the cover. I don't really know what the true significance of it is. I'm sure somebody will figure it out eventually if there is one. But uh, we got we talked about before about how the perfect balance of, of songs. A lot of people's tracks have gone real long. Sixteen tracks. All perfectly timed. There are some that are just Drake, and those songs hit. Don't feel out of place. None of these songs feel out of place. Like none. Of, there's nothing wrong with the arrangement. A lot of beat switching. A lot, but all really fucking good. <laughs> all of them really fucking good. Production level on this is high, high quality. So I I can't tell when they started work on this, but it feels like they put a lot of real effort into this. And whew, there's some Drake bars that we'll have to. <laughs> really cut through uh cam as the resident uh you know six demigod what is uh <laughs> what's your take on her love first of all i'm the six in the face god okay mm, excuse me pardon me don't ever forget it okay get back in the kitchen <laughs> all right light bright get back there okay <laughs> listen i want you to understand Damn. the genius of the boy can you do this thing sounds like me. a hockey player <laughs> <laughs> Like a, Montreal Canadian. <laughs> like a Montreal Canadian. Like a Montreal Canadian. You got to understand the genius of Drake, bro. Drake <laughs> dropped uh, Honestly Nevermind. Mm-hmm. Right? Right. He dropped Honestly Nevermind. And you fucking unseasoned swine. Not y'all. You unseasoned swine out there. You know what I'm saying? Who don't know what it's like to be in Ibiza. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yeah, no, I can to be out that. on a boat somewhere, somewhere foreign, with something that looks so like sangria, but it ain't. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Broke boys, I think they would call them. Right? You know what I'm saying? You've yeah. only flown spirit. You you didn't know what to do with this album with all these you know international producers. Niggas, niggas and are still planning uh, 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 party buses for their girls. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? You you like, still wear Burberry at your at your girl's baby shower? They're not, they not they're not back outside <laughs> boys like us. No, definitely not. Mm-hmm. So y'all didn't fuck with that album. Y'all said it was trash. But what did Drake do at the end of that album? He put Jimmy yeah, Cooks at the end of that album. Yeah, mm-hmm. And Jimmy Cooks he is rich, crazy. He did a rich flex for sure. Yeah. Jimmy Cooks mm-hmm. is Jimmy Cooks is crazy. It's a crazy record featuring 21 Savage. Who mm-hmm. he is yet to miss with. <laughs> Before this. After that, he still ain't missed. Yeah. And then he puts out a little video for Jimmy Cooks where it says at the end, boom. Drake, 21 Savage, her loss, album dropping. And I went, oh, shit. Major distribution coming. Ooh, 
for all of us. Oh, shit. And then you get the rollout, which has been fucking incredible. This rollout is great with the fake Tiny Desk, the fake Howard Stern interview, mm-hmm. the fake SNL thing. Like, it's just been fucking great. He's putting hentai on his story. I was like, Drake, <laughs> what is going on here? They, they are on some BS, for sure. He was wilding. Mm-hmm. And then at 9 p.m. Pacific time, because I live on the West Coast, which is the best coast. You know what time it is, baby. Right. I throw on the album. Like, mind you, I was about to go to bed. I'm an old nigga right now. Mm-hmm. I was old. I was tired. I was like, you know what, man? I'm just trying to get an early start on the day tomorrow. I'm going to go to bed. I was like, you know right. what? <sighs> Fuck it, man. I'm going to do the, the live listen while Twitter's listening, too. We just gonna, I'm going to throw it on. while And then I made that mistake because I was awake. <laughs> so <laughs> I was awake. And I, man, from track said, one said- on. You said mm-hmm. hours in silence, I imagine, right? Just listening. I see. To this. I see what you're doing. I, you. I don't know if you th- if you don't think I see what you do. I see what you're doing. I'll just keep on moving. It just man, this album is incredible. There are some people who are trying to say, "Oh, Twenty One Savage." There are people who think Twenty One Savage was just smoking everything. There's people who think Twenty One Savage don't need to be on the album at all because it's really a Drake album with some Twenty One Savage sprinkled on top. Like, it's not a whole lot of Twenty One Savage. Disagree. It's really not a lot of 21 Savage, bro. Even songs that 21 Savage is on, there's some songs where he's got like eight bars maybe and then that's it. And the rest is Drake. It feels like a Drake album featuring 21 Savage. Yeah. It's like there's it 21 works. sprinkled on top. There, I think there's yeah. four songs that are just Drake and then there's one that's just 21. That's it. And then yeah. you get a lot of songs where 21 maybe gets a 16, maybe 24, mm-hmm. and then Drake's taking everything else. Yeah. Like Hook with two verses. Hours in Silence... There's what, like a hook from like a little bridge from 21? And then the rest of the six minute runtime is Drake? <laughs> like, like there's a so, lot of just Drake. <clears throat> and it's incredible. Drake so got back in his bag on this album for sure. And I, I really don't know. It's crazy that I can say that this is our, this album of the year. I've been struggling to think what's album of the year. This is album of the year. Sorry. I love Smino. I don't know from there, you know. Nah, it's album of the year. It's I album, album I love the, the Smino. The Smino's album came out it's the week before, Love for Rent. And I was like, damn, Smino got it. You know, got album of the year, and then this happened, and it's like a crack bomb went off, and it's it's a wrap, man. I want to listen to that album right now. Fuck this podcast, I'll log out. Like that album's incredible, and this is the first time that within a calendar year, Drake dropped a better album than Kendrick. Hmm. Dog, nobody even thinks about. But he that is not your album, savior, which is crazy. He is not your savior, Antonio. Oh my God. What's your what's your views? Kendrick's on, album was forgettable. Drake's new because album. he is not your savior. <laughs> First of all, um, oh shout been... out to the melodic blue deluxe edition that dropped too. That shit got some joints. On it, does. It, bro. it does. That bank that bank account record with fucking it with, does. Uh, Uzi. Woo. Shout out Baby King. Hey, do, 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 do. <laughs> that shit is hard. Okay, so there this there have been a few uh, combo albums with you know big names that were like okay let's see what this is and a good yeah big names like we had a well we had a a a thugger future one Mm -hmm. everybody Um, loved them while they're waiting on their welfare checks yeah well i I know there was some before but like it was it was kind of like jay and kanye kind of yeah there's always the casual like a you know watch the the casual duo album yeah but watch the first time they kind of started that jump start where it's well technically the first one was best of both worlds we can't count that one because it was like rapper r&b welcome to the best of both worlds it's the best of 
Careful. If you hit a certain note, the FBI will approach you. <laughs> but I can't like, read. It's fine. As far as like rappers, you know, like we. So like in the in the sports world, we get this all the time. We get we get like two big names that end up on the same team, but one of them is like past their prime. It's very rare that we get like Steph, KD, or LeBron. <laughs> usually. That's not the point it is. So, so, so like it Let started, him cook. Starting in 2012 was when we was the first time that we got, you know, Jake and Kanye are Drake, not Drake. Jay and Kanye are at the top of the game. So they're like, mm-hmm. you know, and it was great. But yeah. we've gotten a whole bunch since then that were like very mid. Like, okay, there's a couple songs on here that I take, but the rest of this can go in the trash. So I'm thinking Who else has uh, who else has done it? I can't even remember. At least, at least like on, a, on a major scale. I really don't feel and like I it happens that often on a major scale. Okay, I'll Google what I'm talking. Mm. But we have <clears throat> Drake and 21, who, like you said, have not really missed yet, but in small sample sizes. So, like, you know, it's easy to not miss when you only do a song every now and then, you know. But when you have to put a whole album together and you've got to make two different styles work, you know. Track one, and I'm like, okay. All right, 21. we out here. Hey, do some for me. Yeah. Okay. You know. Okay. You know. Track two. I'm like, okay. Major distribution. Track three. Track three. I'm like, all right. We we <laughs> we rolling. Like outside, boys. Hey. We cook. I was I was definitely. Oh my god. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> What's happening to me? <laughs> okay. You know, we get to like six, seven. I'm like, oh, all right. I haven't wanted to press skip yet. Let me. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know, what's going on? I'm tapped into Twitter at the same moment, and everybody's having, I'm making sure I'm not bugging. I'm not tripping. <gasps> I'm not gassing it up. Mm-hmm. I saw a few contrarians, same. but, you know, other than that. And it's going, and I'm like, fuck. <laughs> yo, we get to, like, yeah. track 10. I'm like, yo, there's no skips yet. Mm-hmm. And then we got to Middle of the Ocean. There's a couple <laughs> other songs I think we're going to go back to because of their venom. Yeah, but we got to middle of the ocean, and I'm like, "Yo, this nigga Drake is rapping." Mm-hmm. Like, there's like leaving no doubt. <clears throat> like, who right now is rapping better than him? And it's like, the way Drake raps when Drake is on is it's, like, it's like a great NBA player when they say that they have the ball on a string. That's the way his rhyme patterns go. So every time you think you've got the rhyme pattern, it's tween. It's dribble, <laughs> dribble, cross tween. And he just keeps the rhyme pattern going with a word. You're like, I should have thought of that. And you're like, why didn't I think of that? <laughs> like, like, okay. I knew where he was so, going, but I couldn't stop him. <laughs> it's just so dribble, cross tween. I use this moment to gas Cam up too. Sometimes, like, sometimes we have rappers who are smart and can write well. But one of the things that they miss out on, we were just talking about the Migos. The Migos it were probably best in the game for this is cadence Mm -hmm. and there's something about not just what you say but how you say it and how that matches with the beat and the fact that your voice even though you're not even singing is an instrument as well yeah it becomes it becomes part part the migos they were great and there was never a lost bar there was always something and it just it added to the overall sound Mm -hmm. and drake has this unique ability to give us both 
you know, raps of quality, raps that we actually can digest. I say that because there's some rappers that they like. Listen, I like the fact that you read a thesaurus, but like this is a medium that is for people. And if people can't even understand it, then like, what's the point? If and then you get that stands. Oh, you're so deep. You just didn't understand it, man. Kiss my ass. So it's like he it's like has my nigga, a way you read of, it at a 10th grade level. You tell like, me I yeah. didn't understand it. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like he has the ability to mix the, the style with the content, with the cadence and, you know. And then you miss mix 21 and we haven't even given we haven't really even talked about the fact that 21, like where should he be ranking right now? Because he's. He's, he's one he's of up. the best out, and those two together are just, you know, what's the what's the what's the shot of who is that Gohan and what when they do the psh, you trunks? Know, Let's go to the trunks. trunks yeah. and go it was just like there, like mm-hmm. it, it was a perfect mix. It was peanut butter and jelly. Yeah, nah. Uh, no, twenty one was no doing his thing on this album. He was doing his thing on this album, but he didn't have to do much. You know what I'm saying? He didn't have to do much. I. And one thing it was I, like Powell and Kobe, like yeah, Powell's doing work, <laughs> but we know who's carrying this team. Like it was, it was like that. One thing I did notice that happened a lot, I guess because this is the most I've heard Twenty One in a in a sitting. Twenty One is wait, you don't listen is, to Twenty One's albums? No, I never, I never listened to Twenty One's albums. I mean, is that shocking uh, to you? <laughs> I think he's good. I'm not listening to a whole album from. Why not? I'm, hey, look, I, when, when 21 first came out, when he came out with It's an Album, I was like, is 21 good? And I remember her bank account. Like, I, like it, was, it wasn't a single yet. I heard it on the album, and I went, yo. And I went, I, I went in the group chat for OE, and I was like, yo, this bank account song is crazy. This is a hit. This, this 21 might be around for a while. And they didn't listen to me. They didn't believe me. <laughs> so, another point for the Gipper, because I told these <laughs> niggas 21 was going to be here. And he's just gotten better with every project. They just He just Man. gets better. I remember when Savage Mode came out, and I want to say it was like the second or third track when uh, when No Heart came on, and I was like, "Yo, that record is crazy." I don't have a violent bone in my body, but I want to go rob <laughs> someone right now. Well, that's like, the I thing wanna, I was. That song was incredible. That's the thing I was gonna say is like, <laughs> I've I don't, I don't think I've heard Ops in a in a in a tracklist so much at one time. Cause you ain't got nothing, nigga. Or I, or, I really or, or someone calling calling us pussy. I, the, look at something. Let me tell you something right now. Twenty one Savage is opposed to ops. All right, he is the opposite of ops. He yeah. is he, he is opposed to all ops. He's the op stopper. <laughs> he has a lot of opinions about the ops. He's got a lot of ops about the ops. <laughs> Man, he's the op stopper. Telling you, it's crazy. Like, so many. Stopper. It's like every other bar had every song had ops in it for at least. Two to three times. He said, "Diss me on a song sure and know. see how fast you go from a you go from the boot to a blunt." <laughs> Let's Man. go. Nigga. But yeah, crazy. no. I mean, all right. So, do we want to discuss our favorite tracks, favorite or song? do we do we want to get? I, I want to save the venom for last because there's a lot to unpack there. But I, I kind of want to get through the good stuff first before we get to the all the negative. middle of the ocean for me. Broke boys, broke boys into middle of the ocean was probably the the best broke time boy, I had. I can't talk to a broke boy. Those two because you got broke boys, boy, which was like like the boy. jumper, the slapper, and then you got into middle of the ocean, which was like 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 top tier top top tier rapping. Like broke that boys was a good combination to me. 
Broke Boys does something that I think Drake is very uniquely gifted at. is is a very like unisex song because it's a song that both women will gravitate to, but also men can can bop to. And he's very good at. He's always been very fucking good at that. Where like, and that's where it, you get the yeah, I got stripes. Fuck Adidas, nigga. <laughs> but yeah, yeah I mean, like I'm he just said it early Bieber, in his nigga. career. I don't make songs for. I make songs. Niggas who don't get pussy. Like I don't make songs for the. Uh, and that was the, that was the figure four leg lock then. And niggas tried to clown him for that bar. That here's here's what I never understood about the Drake hate. Is Drake literally only raps about shit that he's doing or is done. <laughs> Or he's yeah. able to have happen. So at the be- he still catches heat for at the beginning of Lord Knows saying if a girl leaves her phone and goes to the bathroom that he's with, he checks it. The nigga got set up to get robbed very early on in his stardom by a woman. It was well publicized. Yeah. Why are y'all mad at this nigga for being precautious to make sure a woman ain't setting him up? This was you a woman he. This was a woman he knew. So why would he not check a stranger? Shit. Well, I think I he think the problem talking about killing people. He just say that he know guys. No, he says exactly. He said they'll get you. That's why the whole drum thing is interesting that we're gonna talk about. I know. Later. I know dudes in Toronto that can get it done. I don't have to do anything. I, but I, know I, guys. I did this shit for mob ties. I'm tight with Jay Prince. <laughs> I don't it's have good. to. I'm protected. I'm not yeah. gonna have to do anything. I've, I've never committed protected. one I think, crime. I think <laughs> yeah, I think Drake's outward persona screams corny. Right, like his oh, outward yeah. persona screams mm-hmm. corny, right? So it it gives credence to those who like, all right, his raps don't match what he is technically, because everybody still there's a lot of there's a lot of a subset of people that still view him as wheelchair Jimmy, and he hasn't really he's he hasn't done a lot to kind of dissuade that. So like he's like for a lot of people this simp that made it, <laughs> you know what I mean? Wait, he, here's what's so crazy. I'm not saying I'm not saying I'm not saying that that's what it is, but I'm just saying that he has done stuff that kind of leads to that. Perspective, perspective for a lot of people, and that's why they yeah. get to bash his music, or why they choose. But that's to bash what's his so music. crazy about it. Like I'll hear like, "Oh, he's just he's just an actor playing rapper," and I'm like, mm-hmm. "If that's true, <laughs> let's just say f- that's true." He needs the Oscar because that nigga. My man a has been job. running rap for a decade and a half. Yeah, next so year a guy will be playing rap, yeah. and he's beating everybody at rap. Like, yeah. do we do we submit he, this? He, it'll worse. be next year is ten years since he said. Just give it time. We'll still we'll see who's still around a decade from now. That, that that's line, next year. That line and, comes up and it's just like, damn, that nigga. Was you know right. what song I I'm think tired about? of hearing about who you checking for now? <laughs> Come you on, know what man. Song I think on one of the greatest intros of all time, by the way. When did when did it was a forgettable album? But when did when did um, Blueprint Three come out? Blueprint Three is nine, right? So he has a song "Stars Born" with J Cole. That was one of the first Baby times we heard about J Cole. Yeah, and he says. He says Drake's up next. See what he do with it. See what he do with it. I really hate mm-hmm. that song in retrospect, but yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I, I like I like Jayco. I like Jayco's line on there. That's yeah. No, J. Cole was that crazy one on song. That on that one song, he has he has featured on the song, and he mentions a guy on the song that will mm-hmm. in, end up being two of the guys who kind of run run yeah. rap. Yeah. But like, is this not the first time we've had three guys have a ten year run? I mean, we time? had yeah because we had yeah. we had we had M, and we had J, but it wasn't like there wasn't a third guy running with them simultaneously. Like when Wayne when caught Jay, his Wayne, Wayne caught Wayne, his stride right? as Jay was trying to back out. When Jay and DMX were both at the top, was there a third? No, but yeah. and but the thing about DMX being on the top was it was only like five six years maybe. Yeah, yeah. Like these guys have been going for a decade, <laughs> three yeah. people going for a decade, like and still running. I think so the argument like, to that would be his discography, because there aren't. I wouldn't say there's. I don't think he has any stinkers, but I think he has some that are 
comparatively mid to his own work. Like if you put in like more life and Willie, <laughs> uh, you don't know, eh? Darkland um, demos. Yeah, that stuff like stuff like that because he puts out. He doesn't always seem to have a strategic rollout for certain projects that he does. Like demo dark tapes didn't seem to have like look look at the uh, what's dark the if you if you, no if you're reading this it's too late or whatever that yeah, didn't really have it? a rollout. My nigga had a movie. Drop. <laughs> had a movie. With Maybe it. I just missed it then. It I just remember minute, it dropping. It had a thirty minute movie called Jungle that went with it. <laughs> I missed it completely. And Tony, did you watch it? Yeah. So I remember that night because that night that song that album came out the night the same night that Kendrick dropped Untitled Unmastered. That was a fantastic mm-hmm. night for Twitter. It was it was great. And that yeah. also washes Untitled Unmastered, but he is not your savior. Mm-hmm. Nick, legend to me, Legend is one of the coldest songs of all time. Yeah, nigga, Madonna when I die at I'm one a.m. on the right freeway. Legend. You might just try to find somebody to go pick up. Now, some people would would toss Scorpion in that mix of mid too. Then that could Scorpion? just be over. That's just, it, it, I, felt, that I find Scorpion, it's more, it's more problem quantity, quantity was, of quality. Yeah, he didn't need to do many. two discs. There was too many songs well, on there. Okay, yeah. okay. And there wasn't, so there wasn't we, a lot of great on there. I wasn't sure how much time we want to spend on Drake, but I have a question. Okay. It's two questions, actually. One. I thought we were doing he, the whole pod for Drake. What you talking about? Eh, oh, <laughs> listen, this is OVO. OVO. Okay. <laughs> got more producer, tunes for your head top, so watch how no. you speak on my name, a, DT, you know? a DTWT, OVO, you know, you know exactly. OVO. If I have the opportunity to get nasty. I'm not going to stay clean. They about to. Nope. Are we going to stay clean? They about to say this to dicks. Why they put this mud out? This dick in episode. Okay. Two questions. Two questions. Holy shit. Look at all that meat. These niggas dick riding. A lot of meat. Yo. I didn't know I was listening to the dude long thing. What's up? Is is Drake a victim of his own um Come on, man. That's too easy. uh <laughs> production? Like yeah, is he is he is no is, Drake is, is his a, bar at a different level than what we like No. Are we, Drake are is we a grading victim. him fairly? No, Drake is a victim of his ethnicity. You think if he was darker skinned or not Absolutely. half white, he would have Absolutely. more? People would love him way more. He'd be way more revered. Look at the stuff that people got mad at at Drake for first. This nigga out here rapping and singing. Yes. (laughs) The fuck you mean? This nigga's writing songs for Alicia Keys. If you could do both, you would do both. But you can't even do one. So you mad at the nigga who can do both. Okay. I don't understand the anger. Question number two. And I'll ask Cam, the rapper. Uh I could see there also being some validity to this in the film industry even though it was just like why would you want to do this uh-huh. like you okay so you hear about people like um who's it who did alien why can't i think of his name ridley scott okay. yeah so Ridley scott like almost puts out a movie like every year like it's a wild pace well now not so much anymore but there was a yeah. point where he was putting out something every year and you compare that to somebody like tarantino who puts out a movie every three to four years and kind of doesn't have any misses and I, I like I compare that to like Drake and Kendrick. Is it harder or is it the more difficult feat to literally put out at least one project every year and have to maintain a quality or being able to take your time and put out an album every four years? Like not that what he's doing is easy, but would you say that if you had to like you gotta put out an album now and I need another album in June? Is that harder than you just put out an album now and the next one we don't need to see until 2028? 
It is 100% harder. So it's like, to your point, L.A., what you were saying about the albums, I'm like, my man's rate is so much higher that it's like, is he expected to put out a To Pimp a Butterfly because he's not putting four years into this. Like he's And on top of that, of- every project has at least one. If I was to put it in movie terms... <sighs> Martin like, Scorsese, Mar- Scorsese would say would say that Drake is not cinema, and by that yeah. I mean it's a roller coaster. I think the ride, the right? problem it's the, with the it's, it's more the fun. problem with the comparison you made though is that Ridley ain't got hits like that compared to Tarantino. Tarantino's actually completion rate I mean, is higher. I'm just saying because because he's made things like Gladiator, <laughs> he's made things blah blah blah, but there's also some holes. But yeah. his rate is a lot crazier. So I'm not trying to do a one to one comparison, but it's like, and don't get me wrong, Tarantino has a great mind. But the question, the thing is, is that your your movies should be great because you made us wait four years for this. It better damn well be good. Otherwise, what was the point? Like, why did we wait four years for that? I think rather I than think, wow, so you're, you're saying so you're saying think, why did we wait four years for Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers? No, what I'm saying is, is I think Kendrick will Say retire. It. Say it. Kendrick will retire with 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 the better batting average if we're talking about like the amount of albums and where we rate mm-hmm. those albums yeah but is some of that because he doesn't put out as many albums correct yeah yeah i mean yeah just yeah that's the knock yeah. with drake is that he doesn't have an album as good as typical butterfly but i'm like he's doing way more than kendrick is doing he's not supposed okay here's the thing Here, here's the, the ultimate thing not every artist can make to pimp a butterfly. True. Yes. Don't but, listen, really quick. But not people, every I'm artist not... can put out the amount of exactly. volume that Drake puts out and consistently still have been putting out hits this long. By the way, I'm mm-hmm. not knocking Kendrick. A lot of people can't do what Kendrick's doing. And not while not, not only that, while Drake is putting out hits, he's also jumping on other people's records to make them bigger artists at the same time. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's also got he's not helping the sweatshop. Sorry guys. I don't know what to tell y'all next but <laughs> the label ain't getting a lot of love. But if you look at the if you really just look at the amount of artists that Drake has elevated over the past decade on top of being the biggest rapper in the world, it's pretty fucking crazy. Yeah. Uh, Kendrick so- is a is a more contextual rapper as far as what he's rapping about being more time capsule pieces while Drake is giving you day to day raps. Yeah. Yeah. If Drake took four uh, years off, he would drop an anthology project. It wouldn't even make any sense. You know what I mean? But even he like, said, he was like, I think in this album, he was like, yo, I could do like a five-hour concert of just my hits. And, 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 I, can, and I can attest to that because when I saw him live, he did a 15-minute portion where he just did hooks and didn't even do all the hits. And between <laughs> him, Kanye, there's not many other guys that can say that they can literally do hours of a playlist. Because we love Kendrick. We love Kendrick. But if you want to talk about hits... He can't. It's not even fucking close. Like I love to pimp a butterfly. Yeah. No. No. One I hit. agree with you. <laughs> All uh, right. Sound producer says Drake maybe, is business and Kendrick King is Kuhn an artist. But you're not. You know, the argument yeah, I hear. It's not getting it. Yeah. No. I mean. I mean. It's. It's. He is the Artur film, right? He's the. The. The Goodfellas. He's the. The Godfather. He's that. No. Nah, honestly, you know what, Kendrick? If you want to compare this to to two different things in a way. You could say that Kendrick is Daniel Day Lewis. Yeah, yeah. He just pops out and makes Phantom Thread, or There Will Be Blood. Okay, and well, Drake did make Skyscraper. Cam, I wait, Cam, I got you, Cam. (laughs) He's he's Fast and Furious for sure. 
Cam, he's, I got he's you. in game. Drake, Drake can't be Drake can't be the the uh, amusement park of this because he actually makes good good music. That's a fact as well. Consistently, so Drake makes really really good music. That is actually like like there's act like there's real Drake music. There's there's lines when Drake said them that I was like, holy shit, like fuck, <laughs> this is actually. I don't know. Happening. To me, okay, and I get. I guess you can flip this depending on what your opinion of him is. So you can say, oh, he comes off as corny. He comes off as purely business. But on the mm. other side, it's like if I had the ability to tap into so many different genres of rap genres of music big those guys up like there's there are 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 to be british to rappers be f- that we're not thinking about if drake on the, doesn't rap with them on the the, the flip side of that you though, would people, not know who people use that as a knock on him too because like, yeah. they say no, exactly. they no, say that they he, absolutely do he, he they said that he's a culture vulture of, yeah he chameleon but i'm like how style. is he a culture vulture when he just introduced you to a bunch of other artists That's that you had saying. no clue about he's he's introducing people to hey where was the first time where was the first time you heard tim's on drake Drake. Look at Tim's now. So people say people. That's what I'm saying. People call him a vulture, but how many people got notoriety because he spoke next to them? But that's yeah. Like there's no, people that nice. we would not have heard of, but we only heard them when they told me take an R and B nigga on the road, and I told him no, and drew for Kendrick and Rocky. We wasn't do. We wasn't checking on 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 European drill music. Nobody he put care about that. Per, wait, ago. perfect example. Perfect example. He gave Kendrick his own song on Take Care. The fuck is that? Like he gave this nigga his own full song on his album. Yeah. And I don't think other guys he he has an ability to do things that other people can't do. So if I'm putting myself in his head, I already think I'm the best in rap. So why not go try reggae? You <laughs> why stop not, taking why not go though? overseas? Because I'm ar- I'm already better than you niggas. So why would I keep doing this? I get, I'm already no, better. Yeah. Let me go find something they're, else. They're, they're both Drake and Kendrick are, are, are anom- anomalies in rap. They yes. really are. So, yeah. so to me, it's uh, like, yeah, he's being corny. He's doing this. But I'm like, other guys can't do what he's doing. They just can't. And like, also him being corny I, keeps people talking about him. So it don't matter. True. That's true. Which I think he yeah. plays into that. And I think he has no yeah. problem taking that on. You know. Uh, to, mention, to mention my favorites before we get into the Venom, uh, Rich Flex, uh, Middle of the Ocean, Treacherous Twins. And uh, back on. Nah, as, as, as another light skinned nigga, you can't t- say that you have a treacherous twin. <laughs> I, I did it though. If Drake can do it, so can I. He's opened nah. many doors, and I'm walking through them. You can't Drake stop. Drake has braids. <laughs> That's so? true. He has hair. And, and you, you guys aren't treacherous twins. <laughs> <laughs> you like Vin, you like Vin Diesel, right? <laughs> you like Vin Diesel, right? <laughs> he's not my twin. I'm he's saying like, that goddamn much right I'm now. just saying. I'm just saying. I've never said man. he was. I've get, never said he was my fast family. I've never you like the Rock? <laughs> you like the Rock? <laughs> the Rock, the rock is bald by choice. The Rock is bald by choice. What's what's your? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. No, nobody says Circo Loco yet. The Daft Punk sample, but you already know what time it was. As soon as I heard that, I I levitated above my bed. Um, major distribution is crazy. This this whole fucking album, man. Jumbo shit, Jumbotron. That that's fucking Jumbotron record is crazy. Zero um, skips. Not a, there's there's nary a skip on this album, bro. You right, can't. There's there's something for nary a skip. Let's let's get into the controversy. Fifteen thousand units. Proud of every unit. Proud of every unit. I'm proud of those units. Should we provide? Should we provide the the do the wrong thing disclaimer? Yeah. <laughs> Who wants listen, to do it? Listen, folks. <laughs> Yeah, Antonio, give the disclaimer, please. For the oh, man. 
before before we get started, before we get started, D, DTWT on uh, the socials to find us, and of course DT, uh, DTWT uh, pod dot com to buy our merch before we get to talking. <laughs> Listen, folks. Things are said in rap songs all the time. Thirty percent don't run very yet. Vividly, I remember very vividly listening to "Get Rich or Die Trying" and hearing Fifty Cent rap about very Mini vicious, uh, uh, violent things. Did I agree with those things? No. Were they entertaining? <laughs> yes. That happens. When Eminem Rappers told rap me about things all the time, Antonio and his Johnny Cochran. Yeah. Ladies yeah, and Eminem, gentlemen Eminem. of the jury. <laughs> Eminem told me to do a lot of things as a kid. Do I move my exactly. head when the beat comes Eminem, on? Absolutely. Eminem <laughs> made music about about murdering his 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 child's mom. He has a song that says, follow me and do exactly what the song says. Smoke weed, take pills, drop out of school, kill people and drink and jump behind the wheel like it was still legal. And I was nine years old like, huh, that's funny. Self-inflicted <laughs> Just yeah. so much stuff. He tied a rope around that, his penis and jumped from a tree. <laughs> I wasn't doing that, that shit. that talk about drinking very dangerous amounts of lean. Like, there's so much here. Rest mm-hmm. in peace, Pimp C. <clears throat> Which brings mm-hmm. us to... Rest in peace, ASAP Yams. Controversy. This album. Y'all are making it sound way more controversial than it was. Listen, well, it's, not, it's not us. It. It, the, the culture has spoken. We what were culture? accused of not speaking <laughs> up when it comes to defending women. So we oh, have to make it going. clear. That's where we you're going. Make, we have to make it clear. Hey, he's dipping his foot in his okay. pool. I'm letting him swim. Listen, <laughs> we have to make it clear. <laughs> look, look, let's cut that this disclaimer down. Respect and, and look, that wasn't us. That was not a producer. This is a sick news. I didn't do that. I don't have. Listen, here's my hands. My hands are not on the board. Listen, listen, I did not do that. Listen. That was not we me. do not support violence against women. We don't. We do not we don't support don't. violence against I'm women. I'm here to tell you right now. That's not <laughs> me. That's not me. Bane. Hey, yo, Bane is the saboteur. Look, <laughs> we, we don't. We Look don't support. We don't support violence against women. Not Period. At all. That's all you gotta say. <laughs> a word. They watching. <laughs> they watching us. <laughs> oh man. It's oh, possible okay. for me to not agree with something said on a song and still believe that that. With song that being is still said, good. Drake saying that she's a ten but sounds good on mute. Damn. <laughs> and look, what a good sport Ice Spice is. You know what I mean? To yeah, come shout out, out to Ice Spice. You know what I mean? Shout, take her far. That's gonna take Drake far. had bars such as that. He had bars uh, oh, such man. as um, let's see, that was on yeah, Back Outside Boys. She's trying to she she yeah, a ten trying to rap is good on mute. Yeah, yeah, on back on back outside, boys. Drake says she had ten trying to rap. It's good on mute. Very good grammar there. I spice on Circo Loco. He <laughs> said, cold. "It's such a cold yeah. line." Yeah, it is. It's, it's really good. It's really good. Right. to look at. Um, on Circo Loco, he says, "This bitch lie about getting shot, but she's still a stallion." Right. This is the this is the line that <laughs> this is the line that caused a lot of controversy because it's a play on the fact that Meg The Stallion was allegedly shot by Tory Lanez. What's been two years ago now, damn near. Mm-hmm. We're still yeah, not the legal process hasn't even begun yet as far as an actual trial. She still is very strong and solid in her stance that he did it. This line is it's a it's a well written line, but it it almost makes it seem like Drake is saying that she lied about being shot. So there was a yeah. big uproar about that. Uh, Shorty says she graduated. She ain't learned enough. Player album, track one. 
Okay, I heard enough. This <laughs> the Drake also said on Circo Loco. Bang! <laughs> Drake would also call uh, Serena Williams' husband a groupie. Yo, bitch. <laughs> as a bitch. As a side Yo, note, bitch. a side note, side you know, note. Serena, Yo, your husband's a groupie. And by the way, and then pause. Serena, your husband's a groupie. And then pause for a second. Right? While I'm here, her husband, yeah, but while I'm here, while I'm here, also on back outside, back a boys, he said, "Try to bring the drama to me." You know how we cha cha slide, taking shots at Drum, who he famously had an issue with. When Drum released the song Cha Cha, great song by the way, mm-hmm. that Drake very clearly lifted for Hotline Bling, mm-hmm. and just the beat, not the actual song itself. There was a big thing with that. Now this is what I don't understand, because then Drum hops online and puts out a video like, Nah, man, this nigga trying to make it seem like you know he beat my ass. That ain't how it happened. You know, his security, <laughs> go- he's like his security guards whooped my ass. It wasn't him. I ain't gonna lie to his security guards fucked me up, but he ain't lay a hand on me. And in my head, I'm like, What the fuck did you think was gonna happen when you went after a multi platinum superstar artist? That he was just gonna go stand down, guys, and take off his shirt. Like, what the fuck, you drum? Start undoing it, undoing his braids and shit. Like, I'm a big drum fan, but what the fuck you expect to happen in that scenario, drum? So you know the lines he said that as well. Uh, I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna lie. I got my ass beat, but it went by him. That's pretty much. I did get my. I did get my shit caved in, but it went by him. Exactly what he said. That's all the directs that I can recall. I don't know if you guys. But it was a little something directs. that Jay Prince said. I don't know if that was really a diss. No, no, no. That's not a. That was a diss of Ye. Yeah. Yeah. He said, you know, basically saying that he Link, linked up with the ops, linked up with my ops. Prince, Man, I did that shit for Jay Prince. I did, did that, that for shit for Mob Ties. Yeah. And then Kanye bad timing for that. Yeah, Kanye swiftly came out and said he's the greatest. Yeah, Kanye of all time. Pretty much anybody who was shot at on this album has already responded. They responded within the hour of the album coming out. So that's just kind of tell you which shows you the power. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Because nobody I feel waited. Like the, the closest thing to that play. was when, remember when, uh, when uh, Control came out, and before the night was up, people was like, "All right, I'm going back to the studio." Everybody apparently had a, a response <laughs> to Kendrick that night. Like, and the funny thing it was people that he didn't even mention. It was all the people who didn't get mentioned. They were like, "All right, I'm in the studio." Like, all right, we don't care. We don't care. Fabulous. But anyways, <laughs> he never found a studio. He said, yo, yeah. since somebody linked me with a studio, he never got in a studio. Thank God. Because mm-hmm. um, we didn't need to hear that from Fabulous. We didn't need to hear any corny F-A-D-O. punch lines. Hello. So, yes, the line, the line was a little cringe. But, you know. Yeah. So, do we, do male rappers need to have a drawn line in the sand? But why male models? <laughs> do they need to have a drawn line in the sand when they want to take pop shots? At women rappers, like is that do do we have I think to it just make depends this? on the scenario? Like if the, if the legal case had already come and gone and it was proven somehow that Tori didn't shoot Meg and she actually stepped in glass or whatever Tori's story is and he does that line, nobody cares. It's the fact that we haven't gone through the due process of it and you already have people who no matter what the 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 ending of those legal proceedings is has already chosen their side. So they're they're gonna say it was a bias because she's a woman. We don't believe women. You know they shouldn't have. They should have done this to her. It was very clear that he did it. I still don't fuck with Tori. Or you're going to have the idiots who are still out here going, she's a liar, and y'all ain't seen nothing. Neither side seen anything. <laughs> you know what well, I mean? My, my, yeah. problem, my problem with this is that hip-hop is hip hop has become, rap specifically, has become this <laughs> weird thing of, like, 
people can't or people are seeming to carp, carp, I can never say it compartmentalize compartmentalize thank you uh, different aspects of the genre right where they want to blame so obviously we talked about it a little earlier uh, when takeoff passed and uh, there's stuff was around that people were talking about the violence uh, who who came out we're the only ones this happens to yeah uh, the guy from uh, Lakeith Stanfield <laughs> Lakeith Stanfield he I actually read his with, whole statement I actually agreed with a lot of his statement though he came out and was like, you know, uh, hip hop, we're the only ones that do this, this, and then the third. Newsflash, <clears throat> hip hop is not the only violent medium, whether it's music or any other genre, right? But I feel like hip hop, especially when something like this happens, like we say we don't want to protect black women, but yet those same women are listening to songs that are violent, especially when it comes to women. Like some of the things that they say in hip hop has violence towards men and women alike. <laughs> On this on this album and many others that's come out this year, so I find it is like when does when do we re, do we recognize hip hop as entertainment or do we recognize it, recognize it as it's real life that we have to like police and hold back because it, it's it's odd to me the some of the arguments that people come up again we don't want to talk bad or down about Meg or her situation but at the same time Meg is a rapper we've mentioned earlier where like. She came out and said what she said, but a lot of people's response was like, yo, get in the booth. <laughs> get in the booth and say something back. Like, sh- shoot back. <laughs> like, and it feels like that was the normal. <laughs> what was normal about hip-hop before is like, if you can't, because if, let's swap, let's gender swap. If Meg is a dude and he got involved in some type of shooting, right, and Drake drops this bar, people would be like, oh, you got to respond, nigga. You know what I mean? Like, it wouldn't be all like, protect black men. <laughs> and I'm not trying to uh, give like on some gender war thing, but I'm just saying that like being that Meg is in the position that she's in, I don't think people who believe Meg are going to believe Meg. People who don't believe Meg are not going to believe Meg, regardless of what this bar does. So I feel like the proper response as a hip hop artist is you respond in the booth, and that's just an old school hip hop mindset that I have. But you you guys correct me if I'm wrong if y'all feel it's pretty much a bond because it's hard you can't it's hard to apply real world situations to the hip-hop that we're listening to like <laughs> it's just hard to do that i don't know why we seem to do that too often um, i think at the end of the day when it comes to like rap is not just entertainment in a way because so much of a lot of the roots of what rap is right now is tied into real life street shit and a yeah, lot of artists, no, doubt about no matter what genre they're in or what they rap about, are probably somehow tied to niggas involved in street shit. And that perfect example of that is Drake. Drake is a, a half Jewish Canadian rapper from Toronto <laughs> who, who was an actor on television, and he got signed because he became in in like in webbed with Jay Prince and Mob Ties. Yeah, like that really helped catapult him to get signed. That's the only reason why Wayne heard his music. Yeah. So it's it. No matter what type of artist, more than likely, if you're really making a lot of noise, you probably have some street ties, and it's unfortunate. It's very unfortunate, but it's really just a we're a product of where we come from. At the end of the day, so if you want the narrative to change around the violence within hip hop, you should probably help us change the reality of where a lot of these rappers have to come from and then rely on to keep around them to survive, because they want to. Even if they want to give back to their community, Nipsey got shot at a store in his fucking city. Yeah, and he wasn't even trying to be on no crazy shit out there. Like you know yeah. what I mean? Like it's, so, it, but that's the element that we still have to go if we're really trying to help our communities. We have to go back to that, where niggas might look at you and think that you're just stunting on them. 
yeah it's causing back effect. to the city yeah it's so you can't be mad at rappers for quote unquote the violence of hip hop when we're just a product of where we are yeah the I mean, rap nobody is the was, nobody was upset cause. when it was when it was scorsese pointing a light on the type of violence that he saw you know that was art cinema mm-hmm. but it's the same thing i'm just, i'm telling you about what i saw the types of people that i yeah. that i the only difference have, is scorsese you know, can then he then gets to go out with professional bodyguards and usually rappers just <laughs> they got their they boy from the hood who's probably a, who's probably the crazy nigga who probably is the shoot first nigga who might be you might have one of them in the camp and you're trying to keep people around you who you feel comfortable with and you know because now you're in this new world that we are not accustomed to and you don't want that that unfamiliarity and that's where shit can go left yeah it's a tough it's a tough thing to dissect um we definitely don't have enough time to talk about it but we do have enough time for is us to go to a commercial break. You're going to hear from our sponsors, and we'll be right back. And we're back. That was a longer break than anticipated. <laughs> uh, so, what do we got? We, we talked about her loss. We talked about the controversy. We're no longer, we're off that. Um, something that we want to get on right now. <sighs> Kyrie, Kyrie, Kyrie. Flat Earth loving Kyrie. <laughs> what what are we gonna do to save you, brother? <laughs> what do we gotta he do? He is not your savior. <laughs> what do we Kyrie do? got he suspended would, for he, five games. He would say he would he say we are the savior. ones that need to be saved. <laughs> he would. Here's a we're bean pie. <laughs> let, let me let me tell you why why you need to watch yeah. this documentary. <laughs> Kyrie one semester of Duke Irving. Anybody? Let I'm me tell you something tell right you now. Which is by the Ron way, and a fantastic character arc. Remember not too long ago. He was having boat parties with white women. It's a with only white women. Where he said he only wanted white women on the boat. What a wild art. Oh, let me, maybe, they let me just, you, maybe they were Jewish women, and he was trying to learn from the milk of the community. Mm, oh, Got man. it. Elite. Uh, let me tell you something right now, wrongdoers. Uh, if you if you're driving, take your hands off the wheel so you can pay attention. If somebody says, "Hey, I want you to watch this documentary," and they send you a link to YouTube. Delete that person's number <laughs> and block them. All right. Unless it's <laughs> uh, unless it's Layton Eversall's behind the scenes. Exactly. Because yeah, that, that nigga is great. Good. He does that not have enough views. Listen, Layton. He needs more views. I know. I don't know if this will ever reach your ears, but we appreciate your work. Friend you of the do, show, brother. Friend of the show. Layton <laughs> yeah, Eversall. We appreciate them. All Halloween the, deep dives. Uh, Antonio, they, they, he got a Jaws two. He got a Jaws two breakdown that I know you. No, it helped me because I'm not gonna lie to you. There's a couple Halloweens I ain't watch. I just watch his stuff. Yo, that late never saw is amazing. We love you, Layton. Yeah, no. I'm gonna find. We will find you, you on Twitter work. and at you. In this. Amazing work, incredible. Amazing work, he only had like 2k views. I was like, that's not enough. That is nowhere <laughs> that near enough. But yeah, no. If they send you the documentary online for YouTube, block that nigga number. <laughs> Apparently, it's on them. Amazon Prime as well. You can find this documentary. That's not fair. Which is, which is Amazon? Way. Amazon is the YouTube of, of the app. And so. by the way, <laughs> which is sales of the book and of the view and the views of that documentary have skyrocketed since Kyrie posted it. Originally. And so that's oh, one of the I, things. Oh, yeah, I don't think we're gonna get into it, but there's wonder as, as to if Ky- if Kyrie is supposed to receive all this vitriol, then why are we not going after Jeff Bezos? For actually housing that Jeffrey project Bezos. on his platforms, <laughs> Jeffrey Bezos. If it's so hard, you did it. You shouldn't allow it. Congratulations. To even be sold on your that's the, that's the uh, one of the counter arguments. Oh, uh, uh, so <laughs> yeah, uh, Kim. What is the smoke? That Come on, Jeff. Get him. Uh, so <laughs> Kyrie posted this 
the link to this documentary that's Alex Jones approved, so you know it's good. <laughs> yeah, it's phenomenal. <laughs> that essentially states H- that you H- know. H to N. <laughs> Hebrews to Negroes. Hebrews to Negroes. Is that, that what it's basically... called? I never yes, it is. Yeah. Yes, it is. It's yeah. Hebrews to That's Negroes. What it's called. That basically says that we are the original Jewish people. We're the original Jews. Jewish people are not. The Holocaust is fake. And just any of you a that, lot have of that ever rhetoric. come up against a uh, uh, a black Israelite, you you've already been the old Blizzardites. Yeah, hmm. like over here, out here in in LA, it's it's popular. It's becoming more down, rampant. If you're driving down Crenshaw, you're bound to see it. It's just you know they might sell you a bean pie and try the to get the devil's to meat. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I got a guy real quick. Not to not to throw it too far off. I got a guy in my job. <laughs> I got a guy in my job Smile, where my we start talking. We start talking about we start talking about Kanye, and he from behind. He we was talking about yeah. I think think we Israelites and stuff. He was like he he, he turned his turned his seat around. Like, it's because we are. <laughs> I said I said I said I believe it. Listen, <laughs> listen guys, right you, now. for those of you who listen, for those of you who read this, I. You y'all know I don't duck the smoke, but if I'm on the street and I see you a black Israelite, I am going the other way. I'm not doing that. <laughs> I only a, do that for, for two types tactic. of people: they stand Mormons in like groups and of black Israelites. <laughs> man, five plus usually. One of them usually has a megaphone, so mm-hmm. they can they can yell louder than you. They have yeah. like two or three different people. Each of them who have certain areas of the scriptures open, they're ready. <laughs> So they're they they've already studied what your first argument is going to be, and they got a brother to the right that's just going to yell it loudly on the megaphone. Oh, so man. you can't yell you can't yell louder than them. That's not going to work. You can't out talk them because they tag team. They're really good at it. Like they tag team. The truth it's best. will set you free. Don't make eye contact. Go the other they way. Take that as a challenge. <laughs> so yes. you tell telling me to use stripper yes. rules. <laughs> yes. Don't make eye contact. No touching. Yes. <laughs> and that's not even to say what they're saying is wrong. Let's not let's not conflate that. We don't Somebody believe the be, black yeah, Israelites are wrong and what they believe. I haven't done enough research to tell them they're wrong. But what I do know is the fucking Holocaust is real. My nigga, let that <laughs> shit go. All right, it happened. No, are they on a, a winning hope. streak? Are it's they are they hope. running the board up since then? Perhaps. But you know what? <laughs> hey, it helps when you still look like the people who oppressed you, and they only know by your last name if you're really a Jewish person or not. Yeah. I watch school ties, okay? There ain't no way in hell a black person can be like, they can be like, you're black and new. Shut up, nigga. That's not how this works. Anyway. Right. Kyrie it's Irving. Funny. No, I was going to say, it's funny that, that black people want two things for people to be mad at us about. <laughs> you already got black. Let me add another subdivision of hate to add on to this later hate cake. The, the super <laughs> saiyan hate cake. Is it, is it a good, I don't know if it's a good thing if your stance is... Shared by the KKK, <laughs> right? Yeah, a, I don't know if I like that. You probably know. should re reevaluate what you're, what you're reading. But so, go ahead, Kyrie. Kyrie, there's a whole lot of their stuff crack. that's similar. There's a whole lot very with Hitler as well. When does that crack? That's come what I'm saying. Outside of them you. not liking blacks, the 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 KKK and the Black Israelite checklist is very very similar. It's too close. It's too close. It's well. very close. similar. <clears throat> Dang, Blizzardites. So. Kyrie, uh, who's had some wild takes in the past, whether it be about the world being flat or vaccinations or anything like that, mm-hmm. he essentially Alex just Jones po- reposts. Yeah, the Kanye shit kind of sparked a lot of shit. Yeah, and 
not literally a few days after that Kyrie posts this documentary and he gets flack and you have some people in the Jewish community who are asking him about it including interview like reporters and he's like I didn't promote anything I didn't promote anything and they're like bro you posted on your page right that's a form of promotion a like, literal link you... to go buy something yeah <laughs> it's like that's a form of <laughs> he's denying it saying he doesn't want to give these interviewers these reporters any more clickbait they're just trying to get famous blah 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 mm-hmm. a few days go by Still no apologies from Kyrie, still nothing. Then he gets interviewed again, and they just straight out ask him, Kyrie, are you anti-Semitic? And instead of just saying, no, I am not anti-Semitic, I do believe that I come from the original people, you know, of of Israel. He could have just said some shit like that, whatever the fuck, right? He gave his diatribe. He goes on to say, I can't be anti-Semitic if I know where I come from. My nigga, just say no. (laughs) (laughs) Just, Just say no. And... From what I've read from the reports that have come out from reporters, Joe Sy, the owner of the Nets, was literally trying to give him time and even watch the documentary himself <laughs> to be like, all right, listen, Ky- Kyrie, look, I'm seeing where you're coming from. Now, can you see where I'm coming from so we can yeah. solve this together? And Kyrie wouldn't even hit him back. He was just never even heard from Kyrie. So at that point, then Adam Silver stepped in with his Lex Luthor Jewishness <laughs> and was like, yo, fam, cut this shit out right now. So the Nets suspend Kyrie for five games without pay. Less than at like least, an hour. At least five games. <clears throat> at least no five games five until games. he completes yeah. a checklist of things that he'll have to do. Now, less than an hour or so after that, we get this statement from Kyrie. While doing research on the YWHN, I posted a documentary that contained some false anti-Semitic statements, narratives, and language that were untrue and offensive to the Jewish race religion, and I take full responsibility, accountability, and responsibility, I think you meant to say responsibility, and responsibly for my actions. I am grateful to have a big platform to share knowledge, and I want to move forward by having an open dialogue to learn more and grow from this. To all Jewish families and communities that are hurt and affected from my post, I am deeply sorry. Uh, Let's see. Uh, I initially reacted out of emotion to being unjustly labeled and uh, labeled anti-Semitic instead of focusing on the healing process of my Jewish brothers and sisters that were hurt from the hateful remarks made in the documentary. I want to clarify any confusion on to where I stand uh, fighting anti-Semitic anti-Semitism by apologizing for posting the documentary without context and a factual explanation outlining the specific beliefs in the documentary I agree to disagree with. I had no intentions to disrespect any Jewish culture, cultural history regarding the Holocaust or perpetuate any hate. Shout out to my publicist who wrote this. Uh, so, <laughs> I mean, this is what you this is pretty well written, you know covers all the bases covers all the checklist checklist and uh yeah he went on to apologize he's got this list of this little bucket list of things he must do before he can get back on the court nike then quickly suspended him uh postponed the release of the Kyrie eight until he act right you know so i mean thoughts concerns <laughs> i mean it's just, you gotta just fucking shut up <laughs> Just fucking shut. Here's the thing. When your credibility is already shot from the things, it's just like I could understand if we went through the NBA season and Kyrie had a lot of, like, thoughtful, really mindful opinions about things throughout his NBA career. He has not. (laughs) Whether it's been the vaccinations or the flat earth stuff, his mindset is clearly askew, and he feels like he is a free thinker because of it. Anybody... Who says they're a free thinker? It's not. <laughs> it's not. If somebody tells you they're a free thinker, you need to go ahead and move away. <laughs> 
quickly because they're about to tell you some bullshit. But yeah, that's just he has no credibility. And I, I talked to some people where it was like, I wish somebody would show him some guidance. I wish somebody would show him. Kyrie has the resources, the availability <laughs> <laughs> to get all the all the needful knowledge he can get. It's just plain ignorance. I think what's annoying about Kyrie is Kyrie is not in any way a bad person. He's not. I don't even Kyrie think he's anti-Semitic. He's not anti-Semitic. He's, he's not, not a semitic. bad person. He just he tries a little too hard to go against the grain. And if you tell him, hey, you kind of going against the grain for no reason. He's gonna dig in ten times deeper into that hole, and he's gonna stand there. He's super stubborn on shit. And it's just really. But what it's really done is it's opened the door for so many idiots to expose themselves. Yeah. I guess I'm not buying Nike no more or Adidas because they don't really believe in free speech. Well, it's on both sides, okay, right? Can I it's tag really in? Both can sides I tag in, guys? Can I? T- yeah, can I tag it's, in? it's on both. It's, it's on both sides because it's allowed. You like Hitler? It's allowed. Dog? It's allowed people to be racist, right? Like anybody who wanted to be racist <sighs> to black people, they're using this as a fucking end to be like to be racist to both Kanye and and Kyrie. Yeah, fucking the, monkey. <laughs> then on the opposite side, it has legitimate people who are making straw man arguments. About the stuff that they're saying, so they could feel better about themselves. We was kings. <laughs> yeah, I'm really getting. I'm really getting tired of the whole y'all more mad at Kyrie than you was at Jeffrey Epstein. Yeah, like nigga, this is not. <laughs> Why? Ain't that nigga in? Strawman argument. They put like, that nigga in jail. They they hung that nigga in prison. What else you want us to do, my nigga? <laughs> what you want us to do now? The first amendment to, provides to follow that the Maxine Gladwell trial, like. <laughs> The Go First ahead. Amendment provides that Congress make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting its free exercise. It protects freedom of speech, the press, assembly, and the right to petition the government for a redress of grievances. The First Amendment protects you from legal and lawful or unlawful um, responses to the things that you say. It does not protect you from backlash on Twitter. It does not protect you from your job saying, we don't want to be connected to this, so we're going to let you go. It does not connect you. Nike has Nike does not have to keep you because you said something they don't agree with. Yeah. The, the, the First Amendment doesn't stop them from doing what they want. So stop thinking that fucking Elon Musk is bringing back the First Amendment. He, it, it never stopped. You've <laughs> always had free speech. You can say whatever you want. I don't know anybody who's gone to jail for saying some wild stuff instead of like, I don't know, saying there was a bomb on an airplane or something crazy like that. But that does not keep you from dealing with the consequences of the stuff you say. If I walk yeah. to oh, some guy. Oh, you definitely going to jail if you say that, though. Yeah, <laughs> if, I talk to, if I walk up to some guy and say that your wife is whatever, he reserves the right to punch me in the face. I can't say free speech. You can't touch me. That's not how this works, guys. So yeah. stop this free speech. Kyrie has never been able to not say what he wants. He can still say whatever he wants. It's his choice. Yeah. He can also, decide. But you can't do that. I, I love the fact that people are like, look at that. They're not allowing it. Yeah, I'm surprised that all these companies ran by Jewish people don't want to hear about anti like hear anti-Semitic shit. It's crazy. Yeah. Keep in mind, wants keep to in hear mind. That. like think about keep how many companies got companies, out of here for being racist. Of course, we don't want yeah. that shit around here. Keep in mind, companies are not moral high ground areas. All right, companies do not care about morality. What they do care you about stand money. for? Bagel bites. <laughs> they care, yeah. they care about you, money. What you said, and if the money, <laughs> thank you. Bagel if bites. if Kanye 
If Kanye could say the things he could say and people and they didn't have to deal with a backlash for money, <laughs> they would not Listen, drop them. Okay? They will only of, drop what they cannot I read, cover. If I read one more to you, Little Parks, I swear to God. <laughs> Hostess. What y'all stand for? Why do why y'all always got the white cream inside? What if I want some chocolate cream? <laughs> y'all don't stand for me. Hey, real quick, real quick. I did have this moment the other day. I was trying to teach. I was trying to teach my oldest son how to play chess. And guess guess which pieces go first? The pawns. The white. white oh, you first. mean just like in general? White goes first. Yeah. White goes first. And I I'm thought like, you just meant like the actual piece. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, did you, pawns. Did you tell him you years of colonization? <laughs> you years of colonization brother? led to this? <laughs> Man. Hey, I know I know that we don't... I mean, Boomerang says a lot of stuff, but I totally agree with what they said in Boomerang about pool. About, about how, like, pool, the game of pool. How they used to think the earth was flat, and you take a stick, and you knock all the color balls off the, with the, off white the ball. table with, with a white, white ball, ball. And, and you ultimately win once you knock the black ball off the table. That uh, that is there's many many documentaries I'm sure about that too. Now let me say this. <laughs> this is where I might side with some of the, with, with this side. Some of the crazy mm. niggas. <laughs> you know, Josh, keep your finger on the button. To, <laughs> no, you can do. Listen, niggas ain't had to jump through no hoops when they was calling people nigger. <sighs> you mistreat a woman. Ain't nobody have no 10-step program you had to get through hey, before you can get back on the team. Miles Bridges is going to be on the team next season. That same team was about to hire a head coach <laughs> that is out for a whole season because of improper relationship with a woman co-worker. And that Miles man is Bridges about to get is, hired. Yeah. Miles Bridges yeah. is about to be on the team next season. He's doing no prison time for that assault shit. So he's going to be on the team next year, guaranteed, because that nigga's a 20-point-a-game score. Funny. Whatever, don't, whatever don't slow up the money <laughs> continues to, to go on. Everybody so Kyrie must complete these six tasks in his RPG. Which he must apologize, intense. condemn the movie. He mm-hmm. must give five hundred thousand in donation to anti-hate causes, which he already tried to do, and the company said, "Nigga, fuck your money." Yeah, they, they didn't take <laughs> it. Um, Nigga, I need to get back on the court. <laughs> <laughs> take uh, it, please. He must complete uh, sensitivity training and anti-Semitic training. He must meet with the ADL and Jewish leaders, and he must meet with Joe Sy. To understand whatever that means, mm-hmm. probably Josiah's side of things, I guess. But yeah, <clears throat> so he's got a lot of training to do apparently within these next. ADL, ADL, by the way, is the Anti Defamation Defamation League. League. Yeah, yeah. They they play their games on Tuesdays, uh, and yeah, it's. <laughs> I mean, once he once he knocks that out, I mean, it's pretty much open and shut from there, folks. You know. Yeah. Uh, uh, discrimination solved. <laughs> and six easy steps. <laughs> the craziest six thing, though, steps. is I wonder how many people on either side of this argument have even watched this documentary or read the. There were some books. the cliff notes. There were some. Well, there were books. No, there were books that <clears throat> were the inspiration for the documentary. So there were a pair. Uh, yeah, it's uh, called Mind Conf, nigga. There's a series <laughs> oh of books God. that came first. And then there's a, there's the uh, documentary. <laughs> Kyrie's working on a companion novel. It's called My I Struggle. Mean, <laughs> well, here's the crazy thing. The, the crazy thing is that this documentary had Hitler quotes, but apparently the Hitler quotes are fabricated. They're not even quotes that Hitler said, but they were. Oh, yeah, oh my God! You got a fake like they're Hitler? Either, Yo. They're, they're either. 
they're either embellished or they're like they're like they're like not right, but they are they use Hitler because yeah. What's the what's Hitler. the term? That, what did he what did he compare black people to or some shit? It's like a weird term. It was something weird. I can't remember. That's but that's what they I'm said. Not ruining my Google. Misquoting Hitler. Misquoting Hitler is crazy. I don't yeah, like the color like yellow. There's enough wild stuff there. But that's the belief. Should we tell? Should I tell them what the what the essence of it is? Of the doc? Yeah. It, no, it could, I'll, yeah, do it right ahead. I'll do go it right really ahead. fast. I'll do it really fast. Okay, I don't care, but go for it. In in essence, black people are the true, the tr- true Jewish people, the true Israelites, descendants of Abraham. The European Jews are partly are are mostly responsible for the trans transatlantic slave trade. This is what this documentary is alleging, and that I'm and I'm hugely paraphrasing. That doc is three and a half hours long. Jesus Christ! Yeah, mm-hmm. um, about as long as How to Make It in America. The <laughs> the Holocaust is um, perceived to be a hoax that was done in a way to. Uh, garner sympathy from the world to essentially cover their wrong deeds when it came to the the slave trade and the slave trade was done basically to get us out of the way because they know that we are the true descendants of israel so they had to get us out of the way slavery will be a good way to do that by disrupting that process and so far they have been able to control media to maintain that narrative and it's crazy man you black man have been deceived. The wool has been pulled over your eyes, and you need to wake up. Wake up! Wake up! Wake up! Wake up! Hoodwinked, bamboozled, swindled, run amok. I know. That, I know. There's got to be some. And I'm wildly. I'm wild. There's a whole lot more, but they. They. It's just. It's a lot, and it is honestly. Even though I do believe his publishers did say this. Hey, shout out to T.D. T- 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 J- I'll be honest with you. I, I wake up. This is me. This is me assuming the best of time. I don't believe. I don't think he believes a lot of the stuff that's on there. Yeah. No, absolutely. I think I don't there think are a lot of. I think he believes just, the main crux of we just are the, believe that we are descendants the true of, children of, of Israel. Of, of, yeah. of Israel. Do they believe the hope stuff and all that stuff? But the problem is, is that he gave no clarity for that. And I believe you could have proven that point without <laughs> posting this. This nigga dropped the link. So many other wild things. This nigga Kendrick sitting in the background with the Westberg gift. <laughs> I am not your savior. <laughs> <laughs> this, nigga, this nigga dropped the link like it's loose change on 9-11. Oh, yeah, so, yeah. my God. Like he gave so I believe good. him when he says that there are parts of it that he denounces because I don't. But he didn't provide that clarity. <clears throat> and he has to know that because he of was too platform, busy being in his feelings about it. A lot of people read his stuff. There's got to be some. Yeah. There, there's you know. got to be some some German people. That's Definitely don't help that they ain't lost since he left. Yeah. <laughs> they don't want too straight. Gotta be some German folks that still hold some some very uh, offbeaten, idealistic views that are seeing this news and be like, "Oh, Hans, but did we you can't, see what but, the niggas but, are saying?" But here's the thing: <laughs> those the thing. niggas are saying the things that we love. <laughs> it's we crazy. That is a terrible accent. That is a terrible accent. I love it. They hate the juice. Listen, big big body, do we have any German listeners? 
you we got less than one percent, but after this one, baby, after this one, it's going up. I apologize. All those niggas are crazy. They're doing all their work for us. Hey audience, this is Big I Body Band. Sausage. I just want to let you know, if you didn't hear anything for the last two minutes, it's because I cut it out. <laughs> nah, this is gold. This is gold. Hogs, help me the sausage. This nigga, Kyrie Elvin, is saying what I just said. <laughs> was yesterday. <laughs> it's the best. This nigga are spitting. <laughs> Listen. Oh. <laughs> we had the blacks all wrong! We had them all wrong! <laughs> oh. oh shit! Woo! What's up, In Germany, in Germany, it's illegal to fly a swastika. In America, yeah. people still freely fly the Confederate Yo, flag, the and it's defended by presidents. <laughs> That's correct. That's correct. That's fine, God people over there. God, God bless America. 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 Oh, man. Oh, man. Speaking of things that you can get away with in America, uh, corporate takeover, Elon Musk. <laughs> Elon Musk has decided to take over uh, Twitter. He is power to the people. Apparently, he took a GameStop phrase. <laughs> I'll use to, to, to market my new idea. This power, power to the, the players. players. <laughs> power to the people. Oh, See, that's God. why people don't take us seriously as black people. We let them take power to the people and turn it to power to the players. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Uh, I'm, I'm going to read a little bit from BBC. Uh, Twitter confirms fee for blue tick verification after must take over. Uh, Twitter has confirmed plans to allow users to buy blue tick excuse me, uh, verified status, which is, if you're listening to this, has already gone into effect. Uh, in an update for Apple devices, the company, the feature would be open to users in certain countries who sign up. Uh, it's Twitter Blue service for $7.99 per month. The policy changes its controversial amid concerns that the platform could be swapped with fake accounts, which has already happened, Elon has included. Uh, it follows Twitter takeover by Elon Musk, who on Friday laid off around half of the employee's uh, workforce. Fucking insane. Uh, the sought-after blue tick was previously only available to high-profile or influential individuals and organizations who were asked to prove their identity. Uh, it, ha- it has been used as a sign that a profile is authentic and is a key tool to help users identify reliable information on the platform. The policy change may fuel worries that the government figures celebrities, journalists, and brands could be impersonated by any user willing to pay a monthly fee. Which, again, has already occurred. Uh, Mr. Musk, the world's richest person, appears to be loving the div- diversified Twitter's income. Oh, I'm sorry. Looking to diversify Twitter's income following the acquisition of the firm uh, late last month into $44 billion. Uh, it goes on and on. You can go read the article on BBC Tech. Um, yeah, I mean, it's already in play. People are impersonating people left and right for $8 a month. Who would fucking stop you? You know what I mean? Free, free speech. But he's also suspending those accounts that are not labeled as quote-unquote parody. Um, forever is what he said. He's it's permanent, it's permanent suspension, free speech. <laughs> what about free speech? Yeah, free speech. Uh, so now any Tom, Dick, Jane, J Cole, or Kyrie, Elon, <laughs> Elon, anybody, anybody can get a verified check for eight bucks a month, and you could just be somebody, somebody. 
Are we gonna do it for? We should do it for the pie, right? Just go ahead and get a blue check. <laughs> this is gonna be important now. <laughs> we got it. We got it in the budget. Uh, actually, you know what? Maybe we don't. Already important. Can somebody out there, one of you wrongdoers, go ahead and buy another mug? That'll put us over the top. Then we can go ahead and be <laughs> verified on Twitter. Um, yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a very open and honest uh, thing that Elon has done, where he's basically said, "I spend a lot of money. I would like to." gain more money from you and collect your data in order to do that you guys can all have a blue check because who the fuck cares right the which is going to cause a bunch of chaos because obviously people are going to impersonate fake accounts people with five followers (laughs) will be able to get a blue check and it won't matter well it doesn't make a difference yes exactly (laughs) um did that stop anything before no, no, it didn't. But I mean, like, it, it's mis- going to misinformation ran rampant before. I don't know if it's going to change that much. But we, it has, it hasn't. But we've seen in the past where accounts who people thought was one thing became viral and turned out that it was a hoax. I think that's all happened. But I think it's going to get ran. I think we'll see the ramifications of this when it gets towards to like election time and stuff like that, where it's going to be harder and harder to decipher. Look, man, actually, Bronson tried to sell me a MacBook for six hundred dollars the other day. It's already wild. Yo, he's still doing that. Mac, like, I, it's still like Action Bronson's page is still selling MacBooks. I don't know if it's real or that's not. That's insane. Is it? Is and they and and you and you can't comment on the post yeah. either. It's like he posted hacked. about it, then retweeted it, and then said, "Oh, we down to a couple more." And you just, you just can't comment on the post at all. That's insane. No, that definitely sounds like he's been hacked. Um, but yeah, I don't I don't see the there's no value in it for the people to have a, if everybody got a verified check for eight dollars. <laughs> what it's no longer special for then now what? So you let everybody in the club. Congratulations! Now the club is full and it's hot and it's musty. <laughs> it's not enjoyable well, it's anymore. Crazy I hate in to, there. I hate to sound like <laughs> I'm um, crazy in there. I hate to sound like I'm capping for this guy. But, but you I would to. say that that was probably the point, is that there is this weird validity given to to a blue check, to where, you know, people you people we assume that a person is more important because they're verified, and that verification will somehow bring legitimacy to what you said when yeah. we should have been fact checking what you said regardless of if you were verified or not. I agree. So I mean, it, if anything, if anything, he should have. I don't think it should have been a I, charge. Well, I don't. But here's what I'm thinking, man. If you're gonna make us all pay all right, for for verification, then actually yeah. verify us. Make sure that our faces and names match our IDs, so that that it's there, so that when you tweet something, you're responsible for what you say. Yeah, but that's well, not going to happen. Let's see, because we don't know. <coughs> has this, when is this officially going to, to effect? It's, it's, an, like, it's an effect right this, now. So, because we're going to have cases like there was that guy that apparently was um, impersonating Elon, and then I think it was said that if, if you get caught doing that, then you're, like, done for good. If it's not parody. If you if you never yeah. labeled the account parody, then you yeah. will be suspended indefinitely. So I don't know. I guess we'll see over time how that. How could they say that they're the parody when Elon's already a parody? Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. Bean pies thrown at your face. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, trying to make <clears throat> trying to make everyone equal by by paying seems odd, but somebody's got to be the equalizer. Speaking of equalizer, Cam, you have an equalizer story that you want to touche. <laughs> you want to you want to tell us. <laughs> Oh boy. Okay. So, 
yeah, 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 yeah. As we know, they are filming The Equalizer 3 right now oh, in Italy. God. You poor man. Let him go. Hey, home. Denzel. Nah, Let man. Denzel he wants this home. one. He wants this check. <laughs> now, there was apparently a real life scandal on the set. Mm. Somebody really died. Oh, shit. What? Because of Coke. <clears throat> Cola? <laughs> Italian paramilitary police say they seized 120 grams of cocaine during a Tuesday afternoon raid at a hotel on the Amalfi Coast near the Denzel, where Denzel and Dakota Fanning are filming The Equalizer 3. Cops say the drug bust was in response to the sudden death of the movie's production's head of catering, a 55-year-old man who reportedly collapsed, leaving a bar and died of a heart attack. Police say they found several bags of cocaine in the man's pockets, leading to suspicion of more drugs on The Equalizer set. Why is Dakota Fanning doing so much coke on set? Just relax. A couple of <laughs> catering a couple of catering workers from Italy were placed under house arrest on suspicion of drug dealing after cops saw uh, say they seized cocaine from their hotel during Tuesday's raid. So essentially on the set of this movie, he really might have had to equalize some shit because cocaine not going up. That's <clears throat> wild. I did not know that. So the, are, yeah. is production continuing? Yeah. Well, you don't, you don't stop production for because of a little cocaine. Come on now. <laughs> get spaghetti somewhere else. At this bro. point, come on now. At this point, you gotta you gotta put, you gotta put that in the storyline, right? I mean, got, and so shout out to everybody. Do, let the rewrites begin. Shout out to everybody who knew the Amalfi Coast was in Italy. Shout out to all y'all, y'all y'all world travelers out there, y'all Carmen mm-hmm. San Diego's. I only I only know where places are thanks to rappers. You know what I mean? Santa, Santorini, Greece. Shoot it out with all you bitches. Yeah. Came in <clears> and stuff like that. If it wasn't for rappers, I wouldn't know where half the stuff ge- geographically was. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh... Yeah, I think uh, I think after that it's time to get into some entertainment time. What you agree, folks? Absolutely, positively. Oh, this is still what we're stuck with. Christine, where are you at? <laughs> Help us! Hey, hey, hey! This man is such a hater, bro. He's mad because he didn't make the theme. That's why he's mad. Shout out to Big Body Bane. Entertainment producer time. of the year. You feel me? Uh, first up, we this is something that's skipped us for a while we kept we've wanted but we've been wanting to talk about it we've been talking about it amongst each other and somehow we can't seem to talk about it on the pod that changes today let's talk about atlanta it is eight episodes in antonio's nine. Oh, you're right i completely Man, forgot uh, about him Man i completely wow i forgot about him i'm so wow. sorry Man, i'm so sorry you still want to do it Man, you still want to do it Damn. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> no, do you want to do it? We'll let you let do it. Let my man cook, bro. You want to do it? I say, I'll key you up. <laughs> oh, the niggas gonna do segment. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, man. Oh. <laughs> oh, the one with okay, the high glasses. Cue me in. All right, everybody. Welcome to another Do the Wrong Thing special presentation. Hot on the gun there. <laughs> Antonio. <laughs> yeah, sound producer fucking up. <laughs> Antonio, Antonio's segment uh, for Do the Wrong Thing. Uh, things about movies that you won't care about. I think I got that title right. I might, I might have messed it up. But Film continue. shit nobody cares about. I'm sorry. Film shit that nobody cares about. Excuse me. It's more of a There we go. All right. Now, sound producer. <laughs> Between that and Rich Flex, no difference. 
You know what I mean? Oh, Same oh, energy. I didn't know you were there. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It's Mr. Roger. That's the guy. I love it. Love it. <laughs> hey, you there. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you had a spinning chair. You this is my thing. Oh, <laughs> oh I got to get one. Okay. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll try to get one next week. I'll try to get yeah, one next week. Okay. My, uh, my computer chair, like one of the caskets, caskets, gaskets, something on gaskets. the broke to where it'll like lean all the way back to where oh, like, I almost flipped out of my chair once. So mm. That was kind of bad. You're too right. old. You can't be doing it. In 2018, mm-hmm. uh, the USC Anberg School of Communications did a investigation study on the um, diversity in film. Specifically, there was um, an evaluation done on film critics. The report used reviews from the top top 100 grossing films of 2017 posted on the Rotten Tomatoes site to assess ginger, gender, not ginger, <laughs> gender, <laughs> fucking gingers. and race ethnicity, <clears throat> ethnicity of critics. So mm-hmm. of the, I'm going to round up, 20,000 reviews evaluated, 22% were written by female mm-hmm. women. There you go. Fix it. Uh, I'm reading. Uh, <laughs> and 77.8% <laughs> crafted by men. 3.5 males to every one woman reviewer. White critics wrote 82% of the reviews. Um, oh, shocker. And uh, 18% were um, racial or, or di- people of different underrepresented backgrounds. This is everybody, not just like black people. Everybody mm-hmm. non-white made yeah. up only 18% of the Damn. top uh, <clears throat> commenters. This was in 2017, so I don't know if there's been any improvement. I would probably assume that not very much. This is why this new segment of ours is going to be so important. <laughs> so the wild thing about this is critics matter because they're in large part kind of the pulse that these um, uh, studios, executives, they look at to see whether or not they should green light a movie mm-hmm. or, you know, they're trying to see what do, what do these people say about our movie to say whether or not it is, you know, a success or not. Yeah. And so how can you know that your film is going to be properly and respectfully critiqued when most of the people who are writing the criticisms of your film are older white men? So... Here's to uh, gatekeepers. That was your, that was your cue. <laughs> Tune in next week for another episode of Film Shit No One Cares About. Man, that should—it's going to be great when I can roll my cam, roll my uh, chair around. Yeah, that's no, gonna that's, that's going to be great. Don't forget the stogie. I the wish glasses. somebody could pan away. That would be great. Once, as once we get lights, as the lights dim, once we production get like value. A, we'll get there, folks. Yeah, once we get like a Patreon and people uh, pay us more money and buy more of our merch, we'll be we'll be right up there. <laughs> buy them All mugs, stuff. people. Yes, please. We'll we have to get Cam and Antonio to move. Dog. The overhead on Texas, the mugs is not high enough. I don't need you to buy some what? t-shirts, please. <laughs> t-shirts, you heard it there. hoodies. Buy it's getting shirts, cold. Don't buy the mugs. It's getting cold. Do the wrong do the wrong thing. Uh, hoodies. I you know can't speak for Cam. I'm not moving to to Texas. Come on, you can man. speak for me. I'm not moving. <laughs> what the fuck? Come on, guys. Please speak for me. Come on, not guys. Don't we want to listen? Do. Listen, we're not going to talk about this, and I'm not even going into it. But there's a documentary on Netflix. It's called 
Earth Storms, mm-hmm. and it's four episodes. The first one is about tornadoes, mm-hmm. and there's one about earthquakes, <clears throat> volcanoes, and hurricanes. But I didn't seen the footage, and mm-hmm. I don't know why I would want to be anywhere near there. Yeah, man. Don't you want to make it black? You know what I mean? Don't you want I'll that? just deal with my random every once in a while earthquake. All right. Sorry. Facts. I was in Florida when there was a hurricane. I don't want to be there anymore. <laughs> I'll deal with my with my hurt with my earthquake. Well, we don't want to talk about tech. We don't want to talk about Texas. We don't want to talk about Florida. We want to talk about Atlanta. Uh, Donna Glover. Atlanta is in that is in that line. They get tornadoes too. <coughs> yes, they do. Um, Atlanta this season eight episodes in. Correct. Keep me keep me honest. We're eight. Nine. We're nine. 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 Wow. Okay. Zooming. Um, the season so far, season three, this is the last season, correct? This is the final season? Four. Four, excuse me. This is four. This yes. is the final season, correct? This is the final season. How many more episodes do we have? Do we know? Are they, they working for 10? Because it, it didn't feel like a penultimate episode, this last episode. That's what I'm wondering, too. Yeah, this last episode didn't feel like that either. I don't know if this next How episode is the last one. How many did have? They usually it's always 10. have 10. 10. It's so 10. there's one more, right? There's one more. Uh, interest, it's an interesting season. It. I credit Atlanta for having one of the more introspective shows that is uniquely black um, in every sense of the word, right? It has every aspect of blackness presented and it is not to be, it's not presented in a way that is embarrassing, uh, which I think a lot of times when... Well, black people wrote it, so you could tell. True, true. When we're writing our own stories versus them. Yeah. I think it's it's helpful for sure, right? Because everybody is, even even when there are embarrassing moments or funny moments, it's never done to embarrass us, the audience, the black audience specifically. Um, and I think it puts, I think it puts a lot of a lot of really good highlight on uh, just black people making art. Um, but it's it's a really good. I mean, some of the favorite episodes that we didn't get to talk about was definitely the uh, <laughs> the uh, Tyler Perry episode. Because uh, we Mr. didn't get to Chocolate. really discuss it. Yeah. <laughs> Fix it, Fix in, it post. in post. <laughs> uh, <laughs> such a good episode, man. I mean, uh, a lot of their stuff has been really irreverent. Irreverent? 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 Irreverent or irreverent? Irreverent. That's the word I'm looking for. Thank you. Because um, they it hasn't, it hasn't had like a very linear storyline. The only thing, the only through line that we've had so far is Earn wanting to be... Uh, out in California along with Val and uh, their kid. So that's the only thing that's so far kind of been the through line. But other than that, it's been kind of up and down. Like this, it, keep me honest, they didn't really set up uh, Paperboy to be like out on his own on his farm kind of growing weed, did they? Yes, it did. Because if well, there was, okay. I missed yes, it. it did. Real quick, <clears throat> they did a little bit. But real quick, okay. I think I think we have to kind of set the stage. So seasons one and two seem to be capturing the beginning of their rise this was when um earn was first trying to get in yep. because he was broke there was kind of like that heartbreaking moment at the end of season one where you find out that he was sleeping inside of the storage. Um, the uh storage, storage unit room, yeah because yeah, there was that whole episode about him trying to find the key and we didn't understand what was so important about the key and it comes to find out that's where he was living yeah and then so even season two ends with that gun thing where he basically takes the gun and puts it in that other rapper, I think, who's supposed to be Justin Bieber's backpack or something like that. And then he mm-hmm. kind of gets – that's when he gets Paperboy's respect as, like, this is a guy that's going to go hard for me. Yeah. And then so season three kind of jumped there in Europe 
and they fame, seem to fame, be doing a whole lot starter. better. Famous fame, starting. So th- there, there, there seems to have been notable gaps between two and three, and then three and four. Right. So by the time we get to four, they're back in Atlanta, and they seem to be very well. There's no issues with Earn and making money. Paperboy is still like a fringe rapper. He's not like one of the guys, but he's still he's, he's on okay. a decline. Like he's he's doing he's on, okay. Yeah, yeah, but he's on, yeah, but he's on a decline. He's on the back yeah. end. So and Earn is Earn is taking really another say, I'm trying to. I'm going by Earn's daughter. Yeah, that it doesn't seem like that much time has passed, but they. There's time that's passed. We jumped. Uh, it feels like it's been at least three years, three more, to four. probably more because y- maybe Yachty more. Is, yeah. or Lottie is a baby in the first season, and by the time they take her out there, she's about ten. But she's at least she's at least one in that season one. You're right because she was young. Well, one still is baby. Yeah, sure, but I, I mean it's been it's about three to four years, I think. Was she? But she's older than three now. She's like oh yeah, I guess you're 12. right. Oh yeah, I guess oh wow. Then I guess yeah. Then it must have been at least. Seven, maybe six or seven. I guess in between seasons two and seasons four, because there yeah, was a jump in three, but then even more of a jump into four. Yeah, sure. But we don't really see her in three because they're doing everything. They're in, in, in Europe. Is in Europe. Yeah. Uh, also, we've gotten very little of um, Darius, uh, Lakeith. Yeah, we've gotten very little of Darius outside of the first and second episode. We haven't seen him almost at all, which is interesting. I think this is. I think this is the longest season we've seen them apart. Where like all the cast is not together for a significant amount of time, yeah. Um, so I'm interested to see where all this leads. I, it feels like because this is the final season that they're gonna show everybody kind of going their separate ways. So like, Earn more than likely is gonna go to Los Angeles to live um, with uh, Lottie and and Val. Um, Darius and Paperboy seem to be the biggest question marks. Uh, on this last episode, I thought it was. I really love the little small nuances that they put into these episodes. Like even when we see Paperboy pull up in his Escalade, and you yeah. see like the line of cars, right? Because it seems like an establishing shot, but it's very much intentional, right? Where like the difference between the cars and his cars, right? Where it lets you know like he's not he's away from home. You know what I mean? Like far away from home. And then you get the subtle nod of like the Confederate flag clock that's up there, and then uh, does he looks up at the sign that says "We don't call the police." You know what I mean? Like. Uh, so that little type of nuance there is really good. And I know it, every time they do like an individual episode is when they go, like they do something crazy. Cause remember the last Paper time Boy, we got it by far, he has the most introspective episodes by far. Yeah. All of his are like, yo, this is like life changing. <laughs> yeah. But when we got a single focus character episode, cause remember the last time I think yeah. we did this, it was, uh, we got one with Val technically, even though she was kind of with, um, Darius a little bit. Then we got Darius with, uh, uh, what was the dude with, when Donald Glover did Whiteface? Uh, Teddy. Oh, um, Teddy. 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 Yes. So right, like anytime they're by themselves, yeah, yeah. Anytime they're by themselves, it's like some wild shit is about to happen. So it was going really slow. I was like, okay, where where is this going to lead? And sure enough, we find out like he's trying to like live this kind of like f- weed farm hobunk life. And I really love like there's like stuff like foreshadowing, right? Where like they show like the Bear Grylls duck falling off the cliff which is a foreshadow that what's going to happen to him later uh and then that fucking hog man that was a hell of a design for that fucking cgi yeah. hog. holy shit was uh, that cgi i think yeah i'm pretty sure it was some maybe a little bit of both practical and cgi a little bit of a a little bit of b yeah it eating the weed stuff like that like 
these are things that don't seem to have like a story involved, but still fascinating to watch. Like I'm just I'm really impressed. I mean, we I think we need to talk about the Goofy episode, right? That's them bringing back the channel and doing it again and doing it to where like Man, let me tell you something right now. That's incredible Goofy movie aficionado here. Mm-hmm. You almost believed it? I thought that shit was real for like <laughs> for like the first ten minutes. I was like, "I'm Kyrie Irving." Like it was crazy. Like I thought for sure that shit was real. I was like, "Man, from from Hebrews to Negroes," yeah. for at least ten minutes. And then when they showed the footage of him in the work office, yeah, like with the the dude on the crutches, I was like, "Okay, this is fake." But for yeah. a minute, I was like, "Yo, this is so real." I feel <laughs> yeah. I feel like the point the point of immersion breaking for sure. Like for everyone, like. I think everybody had different points of immersion break, but I think it was when they show him on the desk <laughs> doing the poses on the desk. I think that was like, okay, yeah, this yeah, is clearly yeah, not yeah. real. <laughs> this is clearly yeah, fake. Yeah, yeah. Um, apparently there See, was that a was after the first shot of him with the with the crutches. That was after that when they yeah. did the first pose on the desk. That, so that's the, why, yeah. The, no, when the dude came on the crutches, it was like, now see, he went to a black neighborhood. <laughs> yeah, he went to a black cookout or something and said the wrong thing. He got beat up. That's I, when I knew, okay, this is fake. Yeah incredible man what what great work uh for somebody for them to really that's what i mean like it really zero in on a thing that like black people talk about know about continuously like goofy's a black movie this is a black black father and son Mm -hmm. story it's got you know what i mean tevin campbell like all those little things that people have talked about for decades at this point to be zero like fucking bot like uh uh what you call it like really razor focused to make it like, no, we're going to make this serious. This is going to, like, we need to fool people to believe, like, this is actually a real thing. And then it just so got good, dark. <laughs> oh, yeah. It just got real dark at the end, yeah. But it, it, it follows in line with those type of documentaries. Like, it, it, yeah. it kept beat yeah. for beat the type of documentaries that you would watch on, uh, you know, Netflix, Hulu, Disney, Pass. Uh, but they have, like, Netflix. a through line, though. I don't know if we've paid attention to this, but. For the show, or but, are you talking about the episode? This season. Okay, yeah, so my through line of black people who f- go into water and their bodies are never found. And then that ties into the first episode of the season where you had of uh the last season when you had that whole that whole horror esque scene where that white dude's talking to black dude about pe- black people being underwater. Yeah. What so do what style, do we think about the, the style? Oh go ahead. go ahead. No, I was about to say, what do we think about the scenario that I don't know, I think we've shared it with each other about this all being a simulation. Well, do you think that's a real thing or just who said that there's a theory that everything that's in this world the reason it it performs the way it does like the invisible car and stuff like that is that it's all it's not real like it's all kind of okay, like a so simulation that's what i was about to say the style of art that i think most closely describes atlanta is actually afro surrealism yeah and um i'm actually reading it says uh afro surrealism <clears throat> are the forms of artistic work inspired by the black culture aesthetic with the purpose of liberating the people and expanding the understanding of how black individuals exist. Mm -hmm. So I always wondered that, like, is it that or have they just determined that this is going to be the reality of our world and we can do that because people have no problem going to watch superhero movies and accepting that that's the reality or any other movie where there's, like, a determined way that things are and we buy into it and then we just keep watching the movie and we've never seen anything like that so i understand why it could just be explained away as well this there maybe this isn't actually happening maybe someone's dreaming or it Mm -hmm. could actually be that this is just a style 
in which they wrote and are shooting this movie, this series, show. is that it's yeah. meant to show. It's meant to at times be unreal because sometimes we experience some stuff where it feels unreal, or this is the best yeah. way to explain a way that we How all this think. Feels, yeah. So yeah. we have that to mall. Do that. that mall episode was wild. Yeah. Woo! Hey man, how much you want for these shoes? I don't know. Kiss your friend. <laughs> yeah, that shit was wild. That yeah. shit was what? hilarious, but it was wild. The yeah. lengths niggas go to for some for some, for some sneakers, man. man. I mean, that's why. I mean, they've done such a fucking fantastic job of digging into the nuances of black culture. It's it's crazy, mm-hmm. and like I said, it's not in an, in an embarrassing way. And you see, you see the hotel people talk about niggas always got to be gay on it. I was like, but they were trying to prove a point. <laughs> yeah. Why did you miss all yeah. of that? That people within will go the context insane, of the show, insane hoops to get these shoes just because they were told that they're exclusive. exclusive. So I gotta get yeah. them. You know, yeah, yeah, like that was the scenario. It wasn't about being gay. <laughs> so, and what are you so willing to flat do? Surface, well, man. I kiss my best friend so we can get these shoes that we can sell for ten thousand on eBay. You know, I think you know what's crazy is I did not know that uh, <laughs> Brian Tyree Henry was going to sound more like his character from the Eternals than he does Paperboy in real life. Yeah. Yes. Uh, is he is he British? No, he's not right. No. Okay. No. All right. Thank God. I was like, I could, if that I okay. Be. So Big Body Bane just put in the chat that the supposed yeah. episode title for episode ten of this season, which airs on a, Thursday, is it was all a dream. dream. And if that is the case, I'd be kind of mad. I hate when shows do that. That's it why, would be. I love it Atlanta. Would, I, I can't. I hate that. It's like it a is. Cop-out it's, it is one of the worst cop outs of of that. I want to believe that they'll do it smartly. Because this whole season, like, where does it start? Is it is? Are we gonna go and it's just Earn still in the fucking? Fucking uh, season fucking one storage unit remember, or what? Like what the fuck? Remember the this the whole series opens with him in bed. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's a it's a upshot or a downshot of him while he's he's waking up, from, up. from his yeah. sleep. Yeah, I mean it would it would explain a lot of things. Actually, right? I would hate that because there's too many there's too many non earned moments for this to be earned dream. There's a few episodes that have the dream concept, like even. With the the first the, episode of this of, of this season, of the third season, season three, it was a dream. Was a dream. Was yeah. Earn waking up from a dream? Mm-hmm. But it's like there's too many moments that are just completely focused on Paperboy for this to be like okay, it was all a dream from Earn from the beginning. Yeah. If this was all from the POV of Earn, then you have a chance to do that. But when I, you have other I, yeah. people's POVs, I would rather the surrealism not be explained. Because I don't think I mean the, it yeah. comes I don't off think the, that way. I don't think the surrealism is what matters. <clears throat> I think it's what they're trying to. Like in each of the cases that there was like a wild thing happening, my takeaway from it was never the wild thing. Like when we had a black Justin mm-hmm. Bieber, the point wasn't that it was a black Justin Bieber. Mm-hmm. Like that wasn't the point that you should have focused on. It <laughs> shit was so fucking great. You know, so, so, hard. so fucking perfect. That's how I show you that again. <laughs> I mean, hey, but sometimes we just we sometimes people just like being in a fantasy that isn't real they know it's not real but they just love taking part in that shit it's almost like letting your 40 year old wife have an affair with a 20 year old <laughs> speaking of which god forbid hulu uh bangers from hulu lately hulu pay us hulu, uh put the thing on them they've they, been doing this thing you 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 insert blank beep beat me out are crazy <laughs> y'all are wild look y'all are wild. i don't want LA of the Do the Wrong Thing podcast is not when to kink shame anybody out there, okay? I don't want to do that. But let me let me start. <laughs> let me say this. What these people did are foul, all right? It's not so much the sex part. It's the 
the power, the manipulation, the 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 credence that their roles had. So to to dig into it, God forbid, is about if you weren't aware, uh, the Falwells, Jerry Falwell Jr., uh, his family and his wife have an affair with someone they met who at the time was a was a pool boy in Miami. Uh, Oh shit! You're right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the news, the news shock you. <laughs> Pool boy. Oh my god. Pool boy, you say? Uh, but yeah, no. Oh. It kind of, it kind of does this deep dive where this guy who they speak to the guy who's the uh, I can't remember his name. I don't want to call him Pool boy. It's one of the highlights. Giancarlo of the- Grande. Yeah, wh- uh, white Cuban. Um, Sound producer. Mm-hmm. As somebody, as somebody who I don't know if you watch this, but do do white looking. Spanish people piss you off? Is that is that a thing? In, like in blonde hair, blonde hair, blue eyes. Blue eyes, Spanish people. Yeah, because he did you? not look. He did not look Latin. No, not even. Cool. But until they said his name was John Carlos, I was like, okay. I'm related John to Carlo Grande. Hispanic, so it's it's just like a normal. Part. Does it piss you off? No, what you pisses me off is when your name is Garza and you have like an S instead mm-hmm. of a Z in your name, like that type of shit. Like, mm-hmm. oh, we're not Mexican, we're Spanish. That shit kind of pisses me off a little mm-hmm. bit, but. Mm, mm. Garza with an S, I've never seen. I yeah. would be mad for you. That's crazy. It's 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 the mm. Hispanics who try to leave their Hispanic behind so they can benefit from white privilege. That's a little bit more where it gets upset. Well, he did a little so bit of that. Is, is that, is that <laughs> he definitely the Latin, a little bit? Oh Latin no, that was that was the real through line. Yeah, it's of this. part of it. Yeah, it's a, a definitely like. Yeah. Appreciate that for not being silent. Uh, <laughs> it's I, been I, a pretty loud episode for me. I think we're just gonna have to drop silent. It is. It has. A whole yeah. bunch of wah, uh, wah, 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 yeah, we have to just be producer for hearing out. Uh, but yeah, no, Giancarlo basically uh, is working as a pool boy. He meets this older woman. Uh, the older woman says, "Hey, I would like you to meet me later uh, in the room." Giancarlo explains, "Hey, look, I'm 20. I'm horny. My dick is hard. 23 hours out of 24, I need to satisfy this older woman. It's going to be great." And she says, "My husband's got to watch." And Giancarlo says. I could make that work. Now, here's the cool. weird thing. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Solid. Cool. Uh, the weird thing about Giancarlo, and I don't have a sibling. <laughs> I don't have a sibling. But, like, if I... He told his sister, like, a lot. Yeah. And I was Well, like, I mean, if you're if you're really tight with your sister, then, yeah. Like, I when guess. I was tight... When I was really tight with my sister, we used to talk about that type you're of like, stuff. like, I'm not going like, to tell okay, mom and dad, right. but I need you to know in case yeah. of my body... And I would let my sister know. It's smart. Like, yo. It's yeah. it, his headspace was... I let my spot. sister know about all of them, except when I knocked down her friend. I didn't tell her. Now she knows. It's on record now. Too late. It was like she was like ten years ago. Listener of the pod. No, no, no. But I mean, that show was like ten years ago. I don't care if she knows now. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) She was just like, you guys, you better not ever talk to her. I was like, oh yeah, sure. (laughs) (laughs) Cut to. ah, ah, ah. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, no. (laughs) Dirt. But yeah, no. He says. He says. I. Good. No, yeah. you're not. <laughs> you no, leave you're it not. all in. <laughs> you leave it in here. Uh, no. So he he goes to you leave know go to work, in. and she says, "Hey, look, oral only." You know what I mean? And fucking this old man is standing there with in the shadows, pants already unbuttoned across the fucking bed like a fucking Peyton from uh, Leonardo DiCaprio's Titanic character. And uh, he says, me like one of your model does. <laughs> he comes in and he's like, are you ready to, to get with my wife? And he's like, <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> and then he fucking... He's like, just act like I'm not even here, bro. Creeps into the away. fucking darkness. It's so fucking weird. But he has a great time. You know what I mean? It's like, I had fun. Yeah, let's do it again. And he does it again and it continues and it turns into a relationship. It was within three weeks, they offer him a property. 
crazy. Because he finds out that this family is the Falwells, which are, they own, they basically, the Falwells started Liberty University in Virginia, which is one of the biggest Christian universities on the planet. Uh, Jerry Falwell Sr. Steph Curry didn't go there. He just showed. He showed he up and a, spoke. He did a talk there. Well, he's yeah. a big Christian, so he's not thinking about that at the time. <laughs> Leave Steph out of this. Uh, the Falwells basically have Watch had a lot of affluence. They helped Reagan get elected in the mm-hmm. 80s. Jerry Falwell did. Yep. Uh, his, his now, dad, Jerry Falwell Jr. was one of the more prominent um, uh, evangelical like no, figures. Evangelical, yeah. yeah. I mean, the guy, started a, the guy started a college. Yeah. Suck it, Dr. Umar. So yeah. he's like... <laughs> Jerry Falwell Jr. is more of a business guy. He's not even really a religious guy, but he knows how to keep money flowing. So he's yeah. he's the guy who runs this. And obviously, Giancarlo being a Republican from Florida. Right. I was raised also Republican. Wants to do, he also wants to do business. I rolled my real hard when he said that. Yeah, I, like, oh, dog. I, I like, the, like the Undertaker. Here we yeah. go. Like, so, <laughs> so with that happening, I was like, all right, here we go. So, the, so basically, after a couple of weeks... They hadn't even had actually sex yet, actually, mm, at this point. No, he's just been giving... They hadn't kind of, had kind of penetration like yet. Yeah. But they, he says, hey, yo, so how about this? How about I... I know you want to get into business. Let's get you a property. So they, he gets into bed with the wrong people in Florida that he thinks are his friends, but they're really just street people, you know? Mm-hmm. And he gets a business. He gets a hostel, which eventually comes back to bite everybody in the ass. Yeah. But it pretty much just becomes this almost seven-year relationship of him kind of being strung along as even when he would get girlfriends he would still be kind of on the low fucking around with this dude's wife a lawsuit pretty much develops pretty quickly in this process where those old friends of his who he had helped do this basically set him up for the downfall and basically said we want a bunch of money because we know what's actually going on between him and Falwell's wife and And who did they call (laughs) who did they call to help this problem quote-unquote go away Trump's advisor Michael Cohen because Jerry Falwell is tight with Michael Cohen, where it was tight with Trump, and he was gonna. His plan was, we're gonna help Trump get, get elected, just like my dad helped Reagan get elected. He's a king, and maker. he does. He be, basically becomes the first evangelical figure to actually support Trump, and that opens the floodgates. Trump gets elected, so now Falwell feels even more untouchable because his wife's getting dick regularly from some young guy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They, jerk, they keep stringing. jerking it like crazy, loving it. He's just jerking it up. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> I mean, who's going to stop him? He just got a man elected for president. You know what I mean? Like, he's a big reason I, I why that happened. I just realized this we is also, a we documentary also... and not a, not a TV show. Oh, <laughs> oh you, did, no, you didn't think a, that? Yeah, you no, thought this, this was fake. fake? No, this is no, real. This is real. Oh, this sucks. This, this really happened. happened. You think I'm, feel, you think I'm yeah. feeling you? Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, you, no, crazy. you thought we was faking this? <laughs> yeah. uh, this happened crazy. to Trump. What's, yeah. <laughs> What's crazy is that we found, footage. Yeah, you find out later yeah, that no. he's been getting his. That's why he's been letting his wife get hers. He's been definitely fucking yeah. some of the girls on campus. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah. uh yeah, no, they uh basically once the and Don, Tom Arnold plays a role in this too because Cohen tells Tom Arnold <laughs> so about the wild. whole situation during the Trump tape shit. Because remember yeah. Cohen, if you guys don't yeah. know, in real life, Cohen or Trump ends up parting ways with Cohen. But when yeah. you, Cohen part, does when you whole part ways expose. with people who know where the bodies are buried. You know, exactly. Yeah. When you part ways with your fixer get and, and don't do it in a, in a good way, shit can get ugly. You want to know my only downturn about this whole thing? Hmm. I can't find a video of her naked. Oh, the old woman? <laughs> yeah, because like, they, got, he, oh, they, they, they had like a video. video. <laughs> yeah, there was a FaceTime video of her FaceTiming him like naked. Hell yeah, I, I did. I was like, where? Google. I was like, <laughs> Becky. I was like, I was like, Becky Falwell, FaceTime call. <laughs> I was, hey, I ain't find a damn thing. So, 
They scrubbed it off the but, internet. It, it must have been thing. fake. Uh, yeah, no, but of course, no video didn't happen. No, no, they showed. No, it, no, it was you can tell because they because they even say like this was the video that helped him kind of prove his point because he was trying to prove like this really happened, but they were trying to turn it on him and say and, like, oh no, he's remember, this obsessed Paul, guy who my wife had an affair with. I had nothing yeah, to do with this. Paul like, was able to pull himself out to say that I'm not involved in this because there was no record that he was actually there. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. But now, now that he has this video where his where the wife is talking about all the places they've had sex she's like she's naked walking like, around we naked had sex around over here remember we had sex over here and then she turns the camera and falwell's like right there like hey hey <laughs> like with the thumbs like up by the door elf. now here's like, what's a, important like a little creeper so they set up the fact that at liberty u there is a code of conduct liberty liberty similar to liberty. how it is at byu some of these religious you can't drink there's you can't you curse know, essentially you can't hold hands with people on, exactly. like on campus the president and first lady of this college are doing literally everything that the kids cannot do mm-hmm. literally fucking everything. sucking everything <laughs> and it even gets to the and point i believe isn't isn't one of their kids with uh candace Owens? is that real that lady makes that a skin thing? crawl man oh, i hate seeing i have her. no idea i don't somebody fact check that I would, for us. it wouldn't sh- it, uh, it wouldn't shock me yeah it's but, but they also talk is, about the history of her father and how her yeah. father was a big segregationist after a while and was big on the abortion stuff and that's how he helped Reagan get elected by getting all the Christians who hated don't want the abortion gays. going. Which is so yeah, funny because gays, if anybody like, who studies history, you know that Reagan ran against Jimmy Carter, who was the actual mm-hmm. devout Christian. Yeah, yeah, he was the and and Reagan was he not was a, a at devout all. Christian, like literally, openly, yeah. actively. Yeah. But they got yeah. the one-time governor of California who was an actor who had multiple women, multiple wives. It was, it was yeah. Multiple wives. Yeah. It was mostly because of Not abortion, at the same right? time. But, you know. Yeah, the abortion thing helped, but also because Jerry Falwell was so, Falwell was so big that when he backed somebody, it, yeah. it opened up the floodgates just like it did when Jerry Jr. did it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they find, yeah, they find of, hot button topics to, to click to and then kind of run that campaign off of that, which worked. Both times, and Jerry Falwell Jr. said, "Is you know, I'd rather be a kingmaker like my dad than mm-hmm. be the king." And okay, listen, yeah, because he was offered the role of Secretary of Education. Yeah. Okay, and listen, I gotta give, I, I gotta be fair because I'm a man of honor, and uh, you know, I have to <laughs> no. and integrity. Re- so Repu- have Republican to say, Antonio coming. The original trigger, hmm. it was always on my list, but the original trigger actually to press play was because I went on Hulu, and it automatically played the trailer. And I was like, mm. you know what? Play. <laughs> See, the trailer got him. The trailer got him. Hey, no. I'm in. Yeah, no. Once you guys posted the trailer, I watched that trailer and went, nigga, say less. Yeah. Like, the first 15 <laughs> seconds of that trailer, I went, yo, I'm in. This is a documentary. Oh, yeah, I'm in. Like, it was a wrap after that. I was yeah. immediately hooked. It's a great documentary. They do a good job of making you laugh, making you kind of feel bad for the kid, even though ultimately I don't. Yeah. And, <laughs> and and making you be disgusted by the Falwell family. It's just he stayed be. in it for so long, for seven years. Well, I get why he, he stayed in it. He was, he was, but it was benefiting him during those seven years. He tried to make yeah. it seem like it wasn't, but it definitely was. It was, it was getting him was money. The guy, he was, he looked up to him, and that guy's plugging him in. He's meeting, shaking heads with Donald Trump. Also, they guy. did it. One thing they did a good job of was showing you that he went through a phase where, at a very young age, where he just didn't have any confidence. Right. And then, yeah. when you take a person like that, and then they start working out, they look good, they're young, they're getting attention from women that they never got before. They're naive because they're not street smart. They're clearly this kid has no street smarts whatsoever. He's going to get worked over. Yeah. They, whether it's it, by this dude or somebody else. And then you put money into it and his aspirations of business into it. And it was just an easy an easy play for them to mess with him. Yeah. 
No, nasty, nasty work. But definitely go watch it. But uh, please go watch that. Yeah, you have to watch it on Hulu. And it's not. It's Hulu only best. like an hour and a half. It's not. A, it's not. A, oh no, it's, it's it's like an hour forty nine. It's, it's just it's, under two hours. It's not a crazy watch. Yeah. It moves. Trust me. It's, it's yeah. It fast moves well. Pace, so it does good. move well. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> All right. Also, Jerry Falwell met his wife when she was fifteen. Yeah, they they was it fifteen or thirteen. I think, I think it was, it was 13. 13 or yeah, I think it was, it was when he was like 18 or 19. He was 18. Yeah, she was 13. Yeah. <laughs> we don't want to talk about this on stage, but. <laughs> that nigga was on stage at the Christian school. Drunk. And Candace Owens was right next to them laughing. Laughing it up. Yucking it up. Yucking it up. Nasty people. Guys, we've been teasing a new segment on this podcast that we wanted to get to you, and today is the day. Just make it black. Cam, can we get that intro? It's time to make it black. Oh, he went with a different one. <laughs> well, y'all been doing other ones all day, so <laughs> it'll change. I guess it'll it'll morph it as it. Let me see you pick an actor with me. Pick actors with me. Black <laughs> actors with me. Come on, I make your cast work. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to now vote. But make it black. <laughs> it's time to make it black. Ladies and gentlemen. Make It Black is a segment where we will... With uh, movies you remember. Where we will take uh, <laughs> movies, classic and new, uh, that is predominantly... Hey, man, I'm fucking me. Don't look shocked, nigga. I'm me. <laughs> the fuck is you looking like, oh, wow, I'm me, nigga. Hey, man, the only thing playing in my car... Y'all, I know y'all, y'all ain't never listening s- to Drake. I got the only rapper worth playing in my car, Cam Archer playing. <laughs> El Wapo 3 out everywhere now. <laughs> I was save. like the Island Boys? <laughs> <laughs> Great save. Great save. Uh, but yeah, so we're we're going to take uh, movies, classic and new, where we will find a film that is predominantly white cast and recast them all black characters. Make it black. Uh, we're also going to go over some of the act structure and pick different plot points that we think will change based on the new characters that we have involved. We'll try to keep it as close to the original as possible, but uh, we're also going to give some. Uh, we're going to go over our cast list, which each one of us do not know who we've casted in which role. Uh, so we'll go through the cast list that we have. We will determine who will be who uh, overall, and then go through the plot points, the act breakdown, and uh, give you our version of that movie but black uh and then at the end we'll go over the box office details and what we think our movie will make uh and our overall rotten tomato score which <laughs> surprise surprise at the end i bet you won't never guess it uh so what you want us to do we're sorry the first movie we chose big one. much to antonio's delight yeah big it's funny that it's funny that antonio the most cinematic nigga here was mad that we picked a very cinematic movie which was my pick this is so crazy. Yeah. Like, oh my god, it's such a heavy. No, it's one of my. I was as soon as I saw it, my eyes lit up because it's literally one of my favorite movies. See, so, I wasn't so going look. by what the best movie was. I was going by which would be well, the I'm, most. I'm fun just saying cast in general to, to flip. Well, this, this was the most challenging. This was yeah. challenging for sure. Hundred so, percent. Oh, okay. We gonna see, Mister. I right. kept it nineties. I think I should go. <laughs> should I go first? I don't have any changes to the uh, to the um, plot. Well, let's 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 kind of go over it. So. So Tombstone is a Western that came out in 1993 that was yes, sir. about uh, Wyatt Earp and his brothers and uh, the, the rap scallions. Wyatt, that, Virgil, and Morgan. Not to, that, not to uh, be confused with the movie that was yeah. released six months earlier by a rival company called Wyatt Earp, which, which was both of these movies, both of these movies Horrible movie. are, Kevin Costner are centered around Earp. the shootout at the OK Corral. OK Corral. Okay Corral. And, which was uh, a Tombstone. real thing that happened, but yes. some of these things are fabricated. Also, fun fact... 
Doc Holliday shot first at the OK Corral. <laughs> uh, oh, the that, the, that makes sense. The tombstone. And Sam Elliott yeah. looks like a nigga that would shoot first. Yeah, Tombstone uh, ironically is not one hundred percent accurate, but actually very close to some of the depictions that they put in the movies. Yeah. Um, this movie came out with a lot of production issues. There, one of my favorite scenes is when it's raining on uh, Wyatt Earp, <laughs> and it's only raining in one Dog. section. That, that shit that, is that so scene hilarious. Is, that's the worst scene in a movie. <laughs> it's so fucking funny. No, <laughs> if you pay attention, you can see where it's not raining anywhere else but on yeah. <laughs> that one section. It's yeah. insane. It's ridiculous. And he, but shout out to Kurt Russell, man, because he plays that fucking scene up. He's acting. He the it's, it's, he's chewing the scenery. He really scenery. is doing a great job. But yeah, for poor lighting, uh, camera. Get away effects, from me! Yeah, it's 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 amazing that this movie was able to do what it did with the cast that it has. So first and things the first, director swap and the rumors that I Kurt was Russell also going to mention this, and I hate it again. A lot. I, I'm a man of integrity. LA has yep. been a man of hope that the upcoming Blade movie is still going to survive and be yeah. well done, even though there was a director change. We have to admit that this was a, a situation in which there was mm-hmm. a director change and we still had what we would consider now a uh, successful Sir, film. sir. Um, yeah, we're talking about the praise. fact that Kurt Russell actually ended up writing a bunch of this movie and directing it. There's no actor on this on the Blade staff that's going to do that. <laughs> Listen, I just got to be fair. Tomato, tomato. You know what I mean? Be fair. Thank you. Thank I'm you. Just, so I'm just saying. So he doesn't try to Can I have up. some praise from Antonio Cam? So, so Jesus Christ. So he doesn't try to Let pull up some, some. <laughs> some wild thing that happened in like episode 30 oh and like trying to make it connect and we know it won't. So, gonna, uh, you know I'm going to piss him off an episode yeah. from now. So, so I, had to, I, had to beat, I had to beat him there and make sure that we just squash it. I'm a, I, saved Josh, I saved Josh a 30-minute rant. Appreciate it. There you go. Uh, so the cast list is long, and it is yeah. f- very Sprawling. exclusively white. Yes, it is, man- it is mayonnaise-covered a cast all the way from A to Z. <laughs> they said, we'll give you three blackies in the background, but they'll be hey, blurred out. Hey, but at out. least they look so- – no, one of them look real sophisticated, so at least we have that. <laughs> <laughs> one of the niggas in the background was in a suit like, ooh, what's going on out here? All right, so I'll try to run through this very quickly. So we have – Kurt Russell is white, or Val Kimmer is Doc Holliday, Sam Elliott is Virgin. Time Earth. out, time out, time what? out, time out. I need you to slow the fuck down. We have Val Kilmer as Doc Holliday in one of the greatest supporting I, actor roles. I get it. We'll get of there. all fucking time. He's amazing. Okay? He's amazing. He I have not Batman. yet begun to defile myself. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be Huckleberry. Uh, look, we'll get there. That's uh, just my game. Uh, that nigga was real. <laughs> uh, Bill Paxton as Morgan Earp. Uh, Powers Booth as Curly Bill. Uh, is it Brocious? Yeah, it's Brocious. Michael Bean as Johnny Ringo. Charles Charlton Heston as Henry Hooker in the Johnny, shortest don't amount. Touch me, you mm. damn dirty apes. <laughs> two minutes, mm. two minutes of, of screen time. I don't even know why trailer. you named that nigga to be honest. <laughs> I actually picked I actually picked somebody to be him. I actually I picked somebody what? to be him. Why? I did. I, did I swear I did. Oh I did. God. You're gonna enjoy this. You were doing the most. It's not. It's not. You're gonna you're gonna fucking love it. Jason Presley. Jason Presley. Nine oh two one oh, right? That's what he's from? Did yeah. I get it right? Yeah, okay. Jason Presley, yep. uh, Billy Breckenridge, uh, mm-hmm. who's is he gay in this movie? Is they that make what it seem doing? like he's gay. They make it okay. seem as if he is gay, but they don't right. actually like. They don't. They don't. Him. They don't harp on it too much. Okay, uh, no. let's see what I got. Uh, John Tinney as Johnny Behan, uh, Stephen Lang as Ike Clanton, uh, Thomas Hayden Church, Sandman as Billy Clayton, uh, Dang Delane. Oh, uh, I'm sorry, Dana Delaney. Dana yeah, Delaney going, is mad as Josephine. I wasn't, I, She's, oh, Josephine. she's Josephine. She's Josephine. She yeah, also played. Uh, 
She also played in Dana uh, Wheeler. Dana Wheeler Nickerson. Dana Dana Wheeler Nicholson is Maddie. Yeah. Yeah. She also played the Phantom in uh, Batman, the animated series movie. Great movie. Uh, Paula Mackerson as Ellie. I'm sorry, Ali. Lisa, Lisa Collins. We is, don't uh, care about them otherwise. Oh, Stop man. it! Stop <laughs> it! <laughs> Wait, 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 big, 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 so, yeah, long list, long list. So, we're going to each pick a person. We'll go down the list that, as described by uh, Big Body Bane, and uh, we'll give our selection. So, to start off, Big Body Bane selected Kurt Russell as the first white herb. Antonio, who did you pick? Of course, to lead this film, mm. I had to pick the black actor himself. Okay. The man who can go by just one name, mm. Denzel. Yeah, really. I figured. Really? I figured you were going that route. Yeah, I, I, I thought so too, which is why. Nine, I didn't pick and him. let me be specific. Pretty much everybody that I picked are mm-hmm. '90s mm-hmm. versions of themselves. You doing the 2K90 okay. roster? Okay, so this is '90s <laughs> Denzel. Okay, younger, right. slimmer. Yeah, you know. Yeah, we figured that. We didn't. We didn't yeah, lose I imagine that. I mean, we not, need Denzel not with those. Equalizer, and, not equalizer. And not equalizer. 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 Denzel's not going to pull off the handlebar. Not even. Not even well. Magnificent Seven. No. Denzel. No. No. Definitely. Y'all just going to forget about Magnificent Seven. No. Denzel. As much as possible. Yes. Yes. Okay. All right. No. Go on. Uh, Cam. Who did you? So pick? I was trying to pick, much like Kurt Russell, who wasn't that guy at this point in his career. He wasn't mm-hmm. that guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was trying to, but this movie kind of gave him a little bit more cachet. I was trying to do that, so it's kind of funny that we had that discussion earlier. Mm-hmm. So I believe that's who I ultimately landed on. Yeah. So my Wyatt Earp is Mahershala Ali. Mm, that's a good one. That is a good one. I didn't that consider works. him. I like that. I like that a lot. Um, okay. So in my mind, I was trying to think who who can carry this film, who can hold uh, hold the screen. Uh, in front of everybody, who is believable as the leader uh, of this group where he can flip on a dime, where he's he could be the guy who's trying to run, but also you would believe him if he like took up the gun and was like, I'm bringing law and order. So my choice for Wyatt Earp is Idris Elba. I was I didn't want to do that because of Hard They Fall. That's I, the only reason why I didn't. Yeah, he's not on my casting list. I got I feel that, but it was too it was it felt too right. All right, so now that we have our three, who do we want to land on is the case. Uh, if we have a tiebreaker, we'll let uh, Big Body Bane break the tie. But I really like I mean, Mahershala Ali. I think are going to pick our person. Oh, you don't no, want I mean, I actually, our- actually like Mahershala Ali in that role. I'm not, a, I'm not opposed to that. Um, I actually think, I think it's better than Idris Elba. Uh, look-wise, and I feel like he can, carry, he can carry the role just as good as Idris. Thinking like, an exec. I'm thinking like an exec. Thinking like an who would have oh, made on, this man. movie in the 90s? Oh, I would have got. But it, it, wouldn't have been, it wouldn't have been Denzel. Fam, it's Denzel wouldn't have been like exactly like Denzel would have been <laughs> yeah, in White Earp. Yeah, he, he would have been, been in White Earp. He wouldn't have been in Tombstone. <laughs> <laughs> White Earp yeah. was supposed to be the bigger, better movie. Yeah. When, okay, so when did when did um what year did this come out? 93. 93. 93. 
Yeah, what's that resume look like for him? He was like you got to. Th- he was he was not the the guy yet, but he was mm-hmm. a guy. Denzel, not yeah. enough to play Wyatt Earp. <laughs> yeah, but my thing is the Wyatt Maybe. Earp role in Tombstone wasn't supposed to be for a the guy. Listen, we're not doing. Wyatt. We're not doing Wyatt Earp. I'm not. I didn't even consider that movie. No, that's like, what I'm saying. Like, no, I'm exist. saying that the movie, the movie Wyatt Earp was the was the big blockbuster. This isn't this isn't what this was supposed to be. Right. This was considered the like the redheaded stepchild compared to that. So obviously, I don't need the. I'm just trying to make sure this movie gets made well. And Mahershala Ali is one of them ones, Bucko. Green Book, best picture, unfortunately. <laughs> I'm not, and, my my vote. And for he's already got. And he's already got what two, three Oscars? Yeah, I'm not. I'm not gonna fight against Mahershala. Mahershala has my vote, so that's that's two. Oh, man. Uh, Big Body Bane, do you disagree? Uh, I'll take I'll take Mahershala Ali. That's fine. All right, there we go. Uh, moving on. Doc Holliday, very important. Ooh, very important. Very. That's just my game, Antonio. Who is See, your pick? All of this was thoughtful. I wouldn't, you know, this is stuff. All, yeah. all this stuff mattered. Uh-huh, yeah. And because mm-hmm, the two of, of these people were already toe to toe one time on the screen, mm-hmm. Doc Holliday is Wesley Snipes. Interesting choice. Wesley's in mine, but not that one. That's interesting. Yeah, I, that's fun. Nah, I'm not. It's, it's, not it's not what I would choose. I don't. I'm I not wouldn't choose. It at all. What did you pick, Cam? My pick was pretty easy. It's Jonathan Majors fascinating okay he's the only person that can really kind of fit that i can be the the gent the classy gentleman but also have the soft-spokenness of being sick and dying mm-hmm. at the same time while i'm still but i'm still gonna have my boys back regardless of everything i'm not mad at that pick but i feel like mine's better what do you got so i was trying to think who can play levity comedy also serious and you believe him and both Whichever role, whichever side he's playing, and can do a voice that is also. Tell me you're not picking Jamie Fox. Jamie fucking Fox, you goddamn right. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not rolling with that. Jamie Fox. <laughs> I'm not rolling with Jamie. Is no Jamie Fox. Hey, he is not a great Doc. Doc Holiday choice. He's not absolutely. Than, there's not. There's not an underlying danger with 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 like. There's always like this Come underlying on. feeling where you feel like there's something really under there. You don't really get that with Jamie. It always just feels like there's still just a lot of humor under there. I don't know. Even I when like he was Django, I, I didn't feel like oh. Well, that's man, well, that's what I was menace. about to say. Django shows shows that he can he can present that. He, he absolutely like, he, that. But it didn't. I didn't feel like an edge underneath him. I just felt like eh, he's just getting revenge. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> Antonio, are you are you swayed by either choice? No, I thought carefully about mine. I like my people. Okay, uh, all right, all right, <laughs> all right. So the tiebreaker has to go to Big Body. About an edge. He can't play. He can't. There's no way in hell he can play. I can't see Wesley Snipes. So this ain't gonna be exactly the same. Deliver the line. I'm not saying it will, but I just can't. Huckleberry by Wesley. That's what I'm saying. What is he gonna say in that? Okay, so I guess maybe that's my maybe that's where where I might just be different on all these. Is I never expected him to play exact replicas of these guys because they're black. It's just not going to work. We that want that. We but we want the want, essence of the character. I don't want who can play the best yeah. the best version of that person necessarily, but just how they could ex- do this story and interact with each other. Well, you're going to lose a lot of these. Jonathan <laughs> Majors playing a Southern debutantish dude from again, New Orleans really who's the fastest losing, gun in the West. Just, I don't really care about losing <laughs> votes. The end of this. In the end, yeah. this is about. What you, like, I, I feel like my movie is already better with Jonathan our last thing, in this role. Our, like, I'm sorry. Our last movie, our, our last thing is going to be about what does better in the box office. 
Yeah. Oh, for the love of so, God. So, I mean, <laughs> that's fine. That's uh, what y'all said. <laughs> I'm going on that. Look, big, I'm just saying big, that doesn't make it a better me. movie. But that doesn't make it a better movie. You know how many movies don't make as much as Fast and the Furious? Does that make it a better movie yeah, than some? No, I was going to be the better movie. It's all assumption. No, I, I was saying I was people saying, will I mean, go to the to the box office to watch Denzel and and uh, Wesley at that time, like they did to watch Wide Open for Tombstone, right? I don't know. Mm. These comparisons don't matter. I don't understand why you keep bringing it wider. <laughs> that movie doesn't, it doesn't come into play here. Big body bang. I'm bringing so, it up because so it fits so into the argument time. you're trying to make. But we're not oh, making it wider. Right. We're okay. making Tombstone. Right. Hold it. Okay. All right. Hold on. Okay. Cool. Pick we one. know what they're going to go see. We have this right, example so of where that didn't if, work. Why if, are you bringing that up? Making a whole ass different movie that was four and a half hours long. Ba- of based, it didn't work. based on the presentations of, of, of oh your casting choices, Jonathan Majors. Cam's argument for him makes the most sense as Doc Holliday. I think he could bring a new nuance to it, and he doesn't play exactly the same as Val, but he could carry that that role well. So I think we go with with uh, with Jonathan Majors. Here's my perfect example of that because whether it's a black movie or not, when they ask why, when they ask Doc, when they say why are you doing this, and he says Wyatt Earp is my friend, they say hell, I got lots of friends. Well, I don't. You, he, there's no way in hell you think that, that Wesley Snipes could deliver a line like that better than Jonathan Mayer. I do think Wesley has a role in this film. I, I don't know that it was Doc Holliday. I, 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 believe, I, believe, it, I believe so, too. However, um, I could understand all right. where Antonio was going by trying to pair him side by side with Denzel. So I think that was a, that was a good choice. Yeah, I mean, it worked. It worked. Like it worked. Not a writer. No, I think it was a good choice. I still, I still <laughs> putting together a movie. Well, so, well I, I guess so, I'm here for the art form today. The assumption, <laughs> the is, we're, culture, the assumption is we're casting. I'm thinking like a casting director. Yeah. I still think I'm, th- I'm, I still th- think I'm, think, I'm thinking still, about the culture. I'm casting my <laughs> I still think James is a better choice, but we'll we'll move on. Uh, Jamie Fox, Sam Elliott as Virgil Earp. This was actually kind of difficult because there's so many choices. <laughs> I already got mine. I think mine's genius because okay. Cam, Cam, do you want to go first? Well, you seem pretty confident. What do you got? I am pretty confident. Yours right, is so, genius. This is I feel two in a row where you are <laughs> confident. You're purely confident about your person. I'm confident oh, about every man. single one. Uh, you said Virgil, right? This is the Virgil part? Yeah, Vir- Virgil, uh, Sam okay. Elliott. So I'm thinking, who, who's who got a... When you think about Sam Elliott, you think about his voice. Uh-oh, so my wait. thing my thing, my thing, thing is, who's got a fucking perfect fucking voice? Uh-oh. Wait, can no. Be, can fit in this role in the, in the year that you get him in his prime? There's two Billy people that you can be going with. Billy D. Oh, Williams, no. baby, bring him oh, in. That's that not fucking anywhere where silky... I thought you were going. Wow. No, Billy D. Williams, you're bringing that wow, voice, that smooth that talking. Get the mustache going. Voice. His voice isn't raspy. Well, that is a choice. It doesn't have to be raspy. It just has to be but a that's what voice. What you think of with Sam Elliott? Is it, oh yeah, that, that guy like he just smoked a pack before you went on set. <laughs> well, I, are we making it black? We, it's funny. It it's funny you say that because I picked a guy who's only been in a, a role where he's kind of in a. In a lesson, he's usually a bad guy. There's mm-hmm. only one role that I can really remember him in where he's not really well, two now where he's not really a bad guy. Uh-oh. But I would have loved to have seen him get a role like this, and that's Keith David. <laughs> I put Keith David in this role. Yeah, I put Keith. I David mean, Keith David there. is a recognizable mm-hmm. voice. That's an iconic voice. Oh, you guys can't see. Voice. You guys can't see I just, what I have written down. I just, he's, I don't, I don't see the only. I don't see he's the only ever got to play David a role. Though. Well, that's because have you ever watched The Thing? <laughs> The guys out here torching aliens. Have you ever watched that movie? Yeah, I don't know. I just I'm, I'm what? Imagine, <laughs> I'm at, I'm at, I'm thinking I'm thinking of like Billy D. Williams, Star Wars. You know what I mean? Young, spry. You know what I mean? I, I like Sam it. Elliott wasn't young nor spry. I'm just saying. I'm talking about the physicality part of it. I'm just like he can move. He was never really physical in in fucking Star Wars to that degree. 
I know that's fine. I'm just talking about the guy that the guy can can okay, hold. Antonio, a scene. what you got for me? And he has All the right. voice. Antonio, who's David? <laughs> We had the same. Well, then, hey, gang. But then wow. by default, keep David It was all about the voice. Yeah. Gang shit. It was, it was 100% about the yeah. voice. And he's got that. Yeah. I, I think Lester Wallace from, from, yeah, uh, right. from, he, from Barbershop. And he's usually in a like a bad guy role. Yeah. Like he's usually not a good person. And so I just, felt like this would be a good and change of pace. we just saw a movie him. of him on a horse. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's why I was saying. Like, like, all, we know he. Yeah, <laughs> we can do there it. There you go. Yeah. All right, so next we got Bill Paxton as Morgan Earp. This is where I'm fine now, with losing because I, I definitely don't think I got yeah, this right. Yeah, 100%, I don't think I got 100%, this right. 100%. I feel like nobody's going to like my pick. I, I don't even nobody's know Nobody's going to like my I, pick either. My pick feels very practical. I'll, oh I'll just, I'll just name, my, I'll name my right now. It's you Cuba guys are going to be Junior. I was... Cuba 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 I'm thinking of guy that's like kind of relevant in your mind. You'd be like, oh, okay. But if he gets shot and killed and goes away, you'd be like, oh, that's fine. Wow. I'm okay. Yeah, but still, still with like a a recognizable name, but not a name that you have to focus on the entire movie. And if I'm thinking, I'm thinking about that scene where he runs out, right? Because Cuba Cuba can overact sometimes, right? We have that scene where Bill Paxton runs out into the lightning and then goes to play pool inexplicably for after like a minute. (laughs) Those dirty bats. Like I can imagine Cuba like eating that scene up. So Cuba Gooding Jr. for that one. Okay. Antonio? Okay. I just because I just want y'all to laugh at my wait. So you, I think you might laugh at mine. So this is a guy he hadn't really done much film yet. He had done a lot of TV shows. Young mm. guy. So I don't know if this works because I think at the time he was fairly young. But I'm gonna go with Blair Underwood. Interesting choice. Not one that okay. I would particularly I want. But I see you with that one. I understand it. I get it. Cam. So I'm gonna go ahead and go with. <laughs> I went with somebody who was like, who's young? Who could I see in a younger guy role? Yeah. Where he's like, basically the unproven one, and he's the yes. soft-spoken one that no one really takes seriously. Uh, <laughs> and I was like, who do I? Who am I not going to care about when they die? Oh my god! <laughs> so I went ahead and threw Tay Diggs in the role. <laughs> oh my god! Hey, okay, okay. So me and Cam had the same thinking, and the you, idea, you see what I was going with there? The idea is that these are two, two. I have no shame in saying these are two good-looking guys. Who don't have to talk to take up presence on yeah. the screen because you're gonna like how he looks, and eventually he's just gonna die anyway, so it's okay. And kudos to what Bill Paxton did not have an easy part to play, but he just he was just one of the, you're the one, Wyatt. <laughs> this is yeah. holy job and in, in both the movie. Of these cases, like, this would have been the movie to propel both of them to stardom. This would have yeah. been one of their so bigger levels of primary, what yeah, doing. one of their first major starts. I mean, so that's why I did that. I don't care. I don't care who you take. Who you got, I'm man? Up, I'm updating the list uh, as we go. So we have Jonathan Majors as Doc Holliday, Sam Elliott as Keith David. Uh, who do I'm sorry? Who do we pick for for White Earp again? My bad. Mahershala Ali. Not Mahershala Ali. Right. All right. Great. Um, so who do we want to go with on this one? Who do we think? I don't care. I mean, who are you? Who'd you pick again? Cuba. I think Cuba's fine. Cuba. You picked Blair. I'm a Powers. Powers I mean, for Powers, I don't care. Bane, what do you got? Uh, <laughs> I, I, no, so one, I was thinking about it. This one, I pulled I this think, one on my ass. <laughs> based on my I, impression of I got no Morgan Arp in one. the film, I just I'm like give it to Blair Underwood. I'm gonna give it to Blair Underwood. He needs okay. to be visually recognizable, but he can't be so recognizable that he he takes away from the from the rest of the film. Overpowered, which is the other I feel like Cuba yeah. and Tay would do to to that role. <clears throat> I was also thinking about skin tone <laughs> when I put, so I feel like we kind of fell into well, like he can't be. He's got to be dark skinned because my other characters are dark skinned. They got to be brothers. You know what yeah. I mean? So, 
I went that route. Same thing. Yeah. Okay. Antonio dropped. Uh, it just it, it, it said to restart. So, so oh, the next, know, what the hell is going on, man? Cast. Hold on. Are you next? Is, are you next, LA? Um, getting, mm-hmm. Getting back to it. Yeah, I don't know why I said that either. That's what happened to um, me. It just told, it just told so me I'm going with. I don't know why. Somebody to play Powers Booth's character. I went with a modern <laughs> day Lawrence Fishburne. I like my pick for this one too. Uh, I picked Clifton. Powell can play a crazy guy. You know what? You know I what I mean. You believe if you Lawrence think Clifton Powell shooting in the sky, yeah, this one, one I got middle of the night. Danny, Glover. Got my, it works. It works. Clifton Powell is my choice. He can have, he can wear the Jerry girl if he wants. <laughs> he got Danny it. Glover could do the shit out of that. <laughs> well, bye. Danny Glover oh with that deep God. voice. Oh, see, a lot of this, I was trying to think of who could who could take on that Western oh, idea and Danny. I just couldn't see, I just, I couldn't see Danny leading a band of killers. To that <laughs> no, thank God. But thank God that's why happening. I went with Lawrence. Cause I was like, I can see Lawrence being just a dickhead leading this band of killers, but. Hey man. Oh, Clifton Powell is a piece of shit all the time. The only reason, mm-hmm. the only reason why I wouldn't rock with Clifton Powell is he just doesn't have the, he always seemed like an underling more than a boss. Not bad He's never it. given the, the, the feeling of like, I run this shit. It's always like, Mm-hmm. And look what happened to him there. Only time he was the boss was in caught up hmm. with Bokeem Woodbine. Okay, that's I can't, the only time I'm trying, he was ever I'm the to boss. It, so, so my thing is like, who can do that? Yeah. Well, so I'm, I'm just thinking I, he's coming off the best. He's coming Predator off the two, right? weapons. So he's got a little bit of notoriety that he's he's right he's riding that wave. <laughs> and yes. he was a piece so of he's, shit. He's in so the far color. playing the B part, you know. Yeah, yeah. So I figure at that point he can kind of play that character. Well, that's why I picked Clifton Powell because he's been the weapon. He, he didn't really have to be that physical like as to be slightly believable for the physical. All the harder yeah. parts are done by other people. And it just feels so like yeah, he fits but I'm still with it. I'm yeah, still with it. Though. Yeah, I'll, still, I'll you know, yeah, yeah. I definitely passed him up for other roles <laughs> too, but yeah. <clears throat> He was pinky. Plus, what you mean? <laughs> plus he was he was, was in the like, running for Virgil. I, just, for me, for I, sure. just, I, I don't know why. I just feel like this is a good shot for him. <laughs> that is correct. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Well, not really. He. Oh, yeah. No. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 I, uh, I had to I had to think about that as well when I was doing the casting. You've convinced me. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. You you Exactly. <clears throat> you've convinced me. Mm-hmm. No. No, you've you've convinced me. I I like that I like that choice. Oh dear God, what? <laughs> I think he would have been a good version. Hell no. As Ringo? Nah, bruh, not as Johnny Ringo. I understand who your pick was. So we got Danny Glover as Kareem right. Bill. <sighs> yep. Uh, next up, Michael Bain as Johnny Ringo. So now okay. we got to keep in Antonio. mind. Got to keep I'm in mind like, now. This has to be somebody that has to play off of the person Johnny we just cast. Oh, so this is must right? be. So oh no, he's doing nineties. He's doing nineties. So he's he's well, he kind of playing off that Kings in New York. You know what I mean? Energy. He has to he has to match that energy um, now. <clears throat> yeah. 
Right. He's, so, he's, he's playing off that, uh, that Jimmy God, Jump how far shit. He's slimmer. Up. He's still, you know, this is Well, he was also Furious Styles at that point, though. the climax of the film. So He's not the guru. So it's already easy. Right. It's got to, it's got to, it's got to be really good. Okay, so y'all Mine is a very conventional pick. It's Michael B. Y'all ready? I was trying to think of somebody who could. That's not it. Come on, <laughs> man! You got Killmonger energy. Come on. Michael. <laughs> if anything, he's Billy. Yeah. Loved if anything, he's the Billy. Well, you got to keep in mind who my pick was originally. Johnny Ringo. Jamie Foxx. <laughs> so I was like, those Tupac. two would would play off each other really well. So it. I don't know if it worked with Jonathan Majors, but that was nineties Tupac thing. coming off the birdie. Perf- <laughs> this is this is he was. <laughs> He was already in the running to play. He was already in the running to play G Money in, in New Jack. They told him he was too oh, young. Okay. He's All just right. about to do above the rim. He just did juice. Imagine okay. Pac right. yelling them lines coming out in the street drunk. Y'all don't want to fight for blood. I see it. And you got Jonathan Majors just creeping out. I'm your Huckleberry. I just. That's just my game. Yeah. Well, I'm just thinking. You know, I'm thinking of somebody who's. Style. How do you not you like Tupac? Can I make a? Can, can I make a switch? <laughs> you tripping? I like my, I like Michael B. Still, but go ahead. Can I make a switch? <laughs> I was trying to avoid him because I felt like he was just, he was too easy for any of these make it blacks. But I feel like, and, and you just you just nah, talked about him coming around the corner nah, yelling nah, at, nah, and I'm like, wow, I, I didn't I think even then in the nineties, he was too old. <laughs> To be to be Ringo, he's too old. <laughs> I didn't think wasn't it wasn't I didn't know that oh, was man. part of our roster. <laughs> no, he, he said he got he said he got hey, the man. refresh. Little, no, that's what I'm saying. Makeup. Like that's why my pick was Pac. Uh-oh. It's it's <laughs> just makeup. about the right ages. Yeah, just about the right ages. Same okay. type of okay. energy I'll where keep, he could be I'll the calm, Lawrence. understated one, but he's also the craziest nigga there. Just like he was in Juice. Just like he Shit. is in Above the Rim. Hey, that should be. I'll allow it. I'll allow it. That should be that should be one of the one of the yeah. categories. Oh, he he has a role. There's a there's a role he could have played Jackson in this movie. There's a role he could have played. I didn't pick him. The hardest work. There was a role he could have played in this movie. I can't remember if I. Sure. No, I don't think I picked him. Yeah. Of course, he definitely no, could. Absolutely, he definitely could. He like absolutely could have been. I just didn't pick him for every movie pick. There's a role that we can move. Yeah, and plus, Pac's eyes. He has to do a lot with his eyes as Johnny Ringo. Okay, I'll stay with I'll stay with Lawrence. I'll stay with Lawrence. Y'all know I still I still I'm still not. I understand. He's just too old. Even then, he was too old, hey, bro. Hey, Sam Jackson's eyes are crazy. You ain't never seen Sam Jackson look young. <laughs> he's done villain. Old face. He's done villain. He's done villain very well. I and would never I'm, let him cast face. my movie. He's like, he's I'm thinking of a guy. Michael B. Jordan. Dog, you loved him as Killmonger. You loved him as the villain. This is not the same energy as Killmonger. Dog, it's I'm, different he's, energy. He can give off the, the, the... If you're talking about him playing off Jonathan Majors, which he's going to do in Creed, Come on, man. Nigga, no. It's different roles. It's not the same mm-hmm. character arcs. Yeah, it's that, not the same fine. character arcs. That's fine. But I'm just saying, the two actors that's going to play off each other, the they do the Latin me battle. He would, exactly. The Latin battle with Pac and Jonathan Majors at the table would be crazy. Mm. I don't know. That nigga's dead. God bless that's the dead. That's a good point. No, 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 count. <laughs> like Johnny Ringo's walking around to give his side. Wow. Fun fact, Johnny Ringo <laughs> could be his side. He doesn't. He doesn't. Okay. Battle. All right. Well, I thought they they never found they they said they never found out what happened to to him. Johnny Ringo? No, they said that about yeah. Ike. No, it's about Ringo. I I watched no, like Ringo, history buffs. No, Ringo committed it. suicide. Uh, uh, fact check the fun fact. Fun fact. <laughs> yeah, Ringo committed suicide. Uh, but what do we got, Bane? What you think? Because everybody yeah, seems who, pretty, who pretty steadfast with? on their picks. 
You know, we don't even. Well, he can still vote, but I think I think you you swayed me. I'm, I'm gonna go against my pick for the first time. You Damn, that's crazy. You just lost out. That's insane. Oh. No, nah, no, we can. So no, nah, if he's gonna tie. pick Lawrence, then, so then now, Lawrence, but I mean, <laughs> I don't know. That's fine. I mean, I feel like Lawrence. I feel like Lawrence can play it. Pac it's just, would have bodied that role. Like there's, man. there's possibility there with Pac. I feel like Lawrence. The was prison just, sentence, but that's. But you got to think about it, bro. He had just that's right after Juice, and that's right above, right before above the rim. Okay, real quick, real quick. Let me check because I think after that, Juice, that was how, how how long was that after um, Boys in the Hood? Mm-hmm. You said what? Oh, that's Anthony? wild because I was about to pick Lawrence Fishburne. That's so crazy. That's what was your that's question? wild. So because this is well, he had just did Boys in the Hood was ninety one. He's coming off. Yeah, he did Kings of New York in ninety. Boys in the Hood in ninety one. If I'm coming off Kings in New York. Uh, Kings of New York. Higher Learning is not so 95. So my only hesitance Higher Learning is 95. Yeah. My, higher so learning. my only hesitance with Pac is... No, Higher oh, Learning God, is higher. Okay, but you know so, what? Yeah. If we're not taking that into okay. account... So I get... Or Deep Cover, I don't know how much love we're giving that. But Boys he was definitely really the, been the last name. big thing. Well, Pac was... Yeah, so, no, Pac was a bigger I'm, name. He was I'm the bigger name. Yeah, Pac was a bigger name. Pac was a name. Well, I mean, just as a personality, Pac was a bigger name. I'm just trying to think of him interacting with Mahershala Ali and... Jonathan Majors and it's just not as clicking as easily as Lawrence Fisher. Tupac like rapped Lawrence about would, it. So, yeah. <laughs> he, he seemed like he'd talk, you know, talk himself All right, cool. Tupac. Yeah. So that, yeah. Um, I'm what with do it. we have next? Uh, oh my it's, god. It's okay. It's okay. It's I got you. Well, that's right. It's just going to be me and Cam battle. Guys. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't do it. Because I picked everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I was I going like, in, I baby. Like eleven people. Uh, I'm not so going to pick see. thirty actors. This is crazy. On here. We haven't done Josephine or Maddie. Yeah, we haven't uh, done Josephine oh. or Maddie. Hold on, hold on, real quick. I'm, I'm, Charles, I'm worried who we're going to be stuck with now. At all. I picked Cindy Portier. Uh, Johnny Ringo did die. Nigga, I don't even remember what Charleston Heston does in this movie. Shot himself. Yeah, like he's he's old and classic. They call him Mister Tim. All right, you're good. You're good, Sydney. You can go home. Perfect. Cindy Portier, Charleston Heston's uh, Henry, yeah. Henry Hooker. Thank you. <laughs> it was either him or Harry Belafonte. It's a rap on Sydney. I chose Sydney. That's fine. Put it down. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody's gonna argue it. <laughs> <laughs> right, that would be the next one. All right, Jason Priestley, okay, yeah, uh, Billy. I'm not mad. Uh, yeah. Wasn't it Broken Ridge? Yeah, Billy Breckenridge. Yeah. Uh, Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> That's the way you pick for Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. I ain't do this. Wow. Young Michael B. No, that's just young Michael B. Jordan right there. Very when when you I, didn't believe so you in Michael had, B. You guys had to convince me. Like, I picked, right? I picked, I picked uh, Jabari Banks, the kid who plays Will Smith on Fresh Prince. That's fine. That was like that was like somebody young. I'm not fighting Fresh that. faced. Yeah, I'm not gonna fight cool. that. <laughs> all right. Go ahead. Uh, take it. All right. <laughs> I'm box. I'm yep. box. Well, I guess he'd be young then too. Yes. Yeah. Jason mm-hmm. Priestley's character, the one that they just yeah. kind of like keep around with the, with the Cowboys, but they'll mm-hmm. be talking shit about him all the time. Right. All right. You killed so my friends. Next up is uh, uh, Jan. I'm fine with that. Yeah, that's fine. Wait, so my brain. Wait, or did you. You're fine. You can't be. Oh, no. It was Javari. Javari Banks. <clears throat> yeah, no, I, I said Michael B. Time. I said Michael B. Jordan, but I'm not putting up a fight about it. Yeah. 
I felt like a young Michael B would play that role pretty well. Uh... <laughs> oh, absolutely. I mean, he's a better actor, too. Exec me would have said, put Michael B in this role now. <laughs> well, I said young Michael B. Let's so get not, him, let's not, get him, I've been let's get him at least three B. scenes where he doesn't so, have a shirt on. Just have to no hardball? <laughs> yeah, like, I'm talking, I'm talking like just... Yeah, uh, like just a little bit. He's finally about to be or twenty. Not, that the Michael first B. movie, like Fruitvale Station for the muscles. Right. Fruit, Fruitvale, Fruitvale Station, Michael B. Yeah, yeah. that that Michael B. So Fruitvale, where you can still uh, clean Fruitvale. him up a little bit, and he'd be handsome okay. with the glasses okay. on, but it's not going to be like, oh my god, okay. he's just heartthrob. <laughs> I probably would still lean towards sure. him. Yeah, uh, sure. Why not? John Tinney, uh, Johnny Behan. <laughs> okay, Antonio, who you got, man? Did you, did you cash your? Oh, okay, all right, LA, who you got? Uh, no, I gotta go last. You guys, oh my go. god, you didn't him. pick anybody for Sheriff Beehive. You picked everybody up. All right, nigga, I skipped him. I'm, I must have all never right. went back to, to my pick. Him. I was like, I gotta get somebody who could be like a decently looking guy, but he's a coward and a hater. So I picked Tyler mm-hmm. Perry. <laughs> That's not bad. That's not a bad pick. The, that's the, the wire, a, Michael uh, B. We'll fix it in post. Yeah, that's not a bad. That's not a. I could just see him like. Oh I believe he's married. <laughs> At the bar, <laughs> like yo, <laughs> don't fuck with that nigga. He got a wife. Yeah. Who'd you pick it to? I give a fuck. <laughs> but you gotta tell us what you picked. What tell us what you picked. I'll just go with yours because I. Oh, no, 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 no. I really, I really no, hilarious. Because you got to be able to believe that Josephine would even entertain him. In yeah, movie. I was about to say. So yeah, at no, at no point would Forrest Whitaker still in another girl. Not a girl. chance. <laughs> nah, we, we all saw the crying yeah, game. We all saw the crying game, nigga. Good person yeah. Yeah. Right. Nah, nigga. We all watched the crying game. That ain't it. That's hilarious. And treated her right. <laughs> you can put Billy Dee there. Oh, man. As the sheriff? Can I put yeah, Billy Dee there? Oh, yeah. Man. I mean, if you want to be Billy Dee can come back. If yeah, you want to be a coward, yeah, sheriff. Yeah, I'm, just, I'm, one of mine can come back. That's fine. I'm, I'm cool with it. Yeah, because he got he already had to be a, a piece of shit in Star Wars to start. <laughs> no, let's not do that to Billy because I like Billy. Uh, let's not make him a coward. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Stephen Lang as we're going I, with Tyler Perry. That's a funny. I felt like there was only one answer to this. Sure, we're we going to see what y'all think. Uh, L A. What, what you got? I picked uh, Giancarlo Esposito. I didn't pick this one. Wow. Okay. Well, I, I felt like this is one of those key roles. He's a key role in this movie. Mm-hmm. I I did too. I couldn't figure it out. I was I like, who can to, play? I tried to get him in this movie multiple times. <laughs> well, I was, I was just thinking of like who can play up this time, character who's kind of like was a big who's kind of serious but can be kind of jokey and it can be kind of like that's why I'm surprised weaselly. nobody yep. nobody yeah, picked this that. answer. Hmm. Bernie Mac. Again, Gomez from the dead roster. That's insane. <laughs> Bernie Mac was this is this is basically he was living okay. in that. <laughs> All right. His, this is basically like his role as bum uh, flip and above the rim expanded. Mm-hmm. Where he was bum yeah. flip. This is like an expanded role of that. We've already seen this him do this. This would be I great. Just, I can't. I couldn't take that. I couldn't take him seriously enough for this role. Because the only other obvious answer would be Samuel. Samuel Jackson could play that role. Samuel could fit in there for sure. I don't know. I think I think Giancarlo Esposito is the better actor for the role. How do you figure that? <laughs> I was like, how do you figure that? <laughs> Where do you see him playing his role? Yeah, I don't know. Honestly, yeah. Honestly, now that you say it, I I like I like Sam Jackson there a little bit more Bernie than there. Bernie. On, but what if it's got? between so Bernie, Bernie and Giancarlo, yeah. I have to go with Bernie. 
Giancarlo was. Well, he was living I, in here's another thing. Yeah. And I guess you can play it. You can play it off with Jonathan Majors just because of like his physicality now and how you shoot. Yeah, so was I. I don't know. I know he was not not that little. (laughs) Like Giancarlo is is a frail man. (laughs) All right, all right, y'all got it. Uh, So we going with Bernie? Yep. All right. Uh, Next up, I don't think I've seen Giancarlo do wildly though. Sure, I'm on. uh, Thomas Hayden Church as Billy Clinton. Once again, we have still not casted a single woman. What is going on? <laughs> like, hey, why are you man, skipping I'm, I'm all going, these important? I'm, I'm, go, but I'm going. I'm going by the list that that he. Put I literally. I literally. Yeah. I literally. I, that's. I, yeah, I was I like, I, yeah, I said, they're, they're, all, they're on the list. Trust me, they're, 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 right, we're, we're about to get to there. Actually, who are we, yeah. who are we casting right next? Now? Are we? You, uh, wait, Thomas, you Thomas Hayden Church. Billy Clinton. Billy Clinton. I didn't even cast Billy. I didn't. He wasn't important. I didn't do this one. Yeah, Billy wasn't important. Yeah, Billy. Billy was not a. IMD, yeah, I, I mean, the, the, the cast list on there left. is only because of who's important as far as <laughs> I'll tell you guys right now, I only have women left. their role, so I didn't cast him. He's not that important in this movie. Oh, I think I casted him, though. Did I get him cast? Uh... Like, this movie does not stop and start with him in any way. Like, he's, <laughs> they try to make his death seem more meaningful than it is. Oh, that's where I put Wesley out. Snipes. Oh. I put Wesley Snipes there. Yeah, no. He's like the younger brother of Billy. You like, so that doesn't really yeah. add up so, so much to me. He's, he's supposed to be like really young. <laughs> I, I just um, copied the yeah, Wikipedia no, page and threw it in there. I was just trying to think of who could do those scenes with Doc Holliday really well. And yeah, yeah. Willis Snipes came to mind for that role. Well, he doesn't do a lot with Doc. B- Billy Clinton. No. Uh, I, well, yeah, basically, yeah. He wanted, to, <laughs> he wanted that to go down. <laughs> There's light skin and dark skin brothers. That's fine. <laughs> That's not the problem in any way. <laughs> they don't look. They don't look alike. Neither it's do just, they. There's a, there's a lot of problems here, buddy. There's a lot of problems. Uh, okay, so we don't have nobody for that, right? I uh, no. Well, Wesley, I don't think Wesley, then I don't, that's where Wesley goes. <laughs> can we not put Wesley in that? Well, I can't see. I can't I see. see. I can't what? see. Wesley. Okay, yeah, that's what he made in a row. I need to get some women. Okay. Uh, okay, so Dana. Dana, Dana, yeah, Dana Delaney as he's Josephine. been up for two two roles. We got to give him a role somewhere. Uh, I, I I feel I feel confident in my casting, but I can. Who would you have as Ike? Gene Carlo, <laughs> so, like, <laughs> Wesley as uh, Dana Delaney. Um, uh, where is she at? I know I have her on here somewhere. Oh, here you go. Okay, so I was trying to think <laughs> of like who is problem. good at like who would be good to like steal this woman away, uh, and I came down to Journey Smollett. Feel like she can play that kind of like fun, aloof, um, kind of like I'm just I, I'm a room service girl and I don't really care about whatever. I like men and I don't care what you think. So I kinda I'm, put, I'm putting I'm kinda putting she I'm putting an accent at all. By I'm the way. putting down Michael B. Jordan. Acts <laughs> <laughs> like a hint of an accent anyway. By the way, uh, yeah, Antonio, who you got? <clears throat> wow, I'm giving him something. <laughs> okay, I'm not even mad at. It. I just didn't see that coming. Uh, I went. I went kind of chalk on this man. I went with Regina King. Mm. Okay. Uh, I don't know. I like I like Journey Smiller in this. The younger feels like she's more. Well, I don't need her to be young. I need her to be around the same age as Marisha <laughs> <laughs> So that wasn't her. Her age wasn't really the thing for me. Like, <clears throat> yeah. And again, I'm thinking that 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 era. Mm-hmm. Lynn, I like that so pick. She I actually like your pick. A thin line yet. I did that not a see that coming. Years that was away. a very well done pick. 
Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't see her stealing. Oh, like she feels like more of the, like the original wife than Josephine. I I like my pick for the original wife. <laughs> <laughs> I do too. For Maddie. You're gonna laugh. You're gonna laugh when you when I pick that one. Uh, I don't know. I kind of like Journey. I don't want to move from it. Uh, Big Body Bang. Who you want to pick? He's currently looking at pictures of of Lynn. <laughs> Yeah, 90s, <laughs> 90s. Yeah, you got yeah, she, she is, but you got to see what she looks yeah. like then, because she's is. I mean, she looks the same. She looks the mm-hmm. same, but she played kind of the heartthrob, almost. You know, kind of like you know. And I guess it's her as an actress. She's played kind of like that. I don't even want to say if evil is the term, but she's been able to play a heel several times where you're kind of like, you know, a little sly. But again, if you don't really know her, if you don't really know her work, then I can understand why, you know, there would be a disconnect there. I'm looking looking at pictures of Lynn. No, I am. I'm I'm looking. No, I'm looking at 90s. I'm looking at 90s. I I think she. I just think Journey Smollett is the better Jezebel. <laughs> She's not a Jezebel. Why does she got to be a Jezebel? This nigga's clearly unhappy in his marriage. What are you talking about? The woman, the mistress character. Yeah, why you? This nigga's down talking her while complimenting her. She just seems like a better slut. That's how this nigga's acting. Okay, so you want to go with with Lynn? Yep. Okay. There, there are a few photos. Uh, let's there see. We are, are at Paula Mackelson as so Ali. I think I, I might go with. Who's Ali with again? Is Ali with Sam? Elliott? Nigga, that's that's why I didn't cast it because you don't care. <laughs> I think she's with 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 uh, nah, we'll go with, with, with uh, Morgan. We'll go with Lynn. Okay, then I, she doesn't I really think. count. She doesn't even have like a line on her. <laughs> All she has is like no, she doesn't have any lines. <laughs> Nobody. Nobody. You pick somebody for Ali Earp. You wanna know who I picked? Okay, yeah, go Why? for it. I'm a, I'm, I, I like Journey Smollett a lot. I but <laughs> oh, oh, wow. what? What the wow. fuck? Why? Al- Alfred Woodard. Why, bro? That's... You are you are I bugging for that. I was googling. Nah, you sick. You are bugging for that. You are sick. And I said, oh, throw her in there. Why not? Throw her in there. Lisa Collins as Louisa Earp. Uh, Alfred Woodard, but mark it down. <laughs> mark it down oh, for for Allie, for this Louisa Earp. Sick. Allie Earp is oh uh, Alfred Woodard. Alfred Woodard is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> this studio is like oh, you're getting kind of shaky. You've been shaky this whole casting. You've I like my cast casting. Yeah, I like, we know, I love, we I know you do. This is going like anyway. your movie drafts. You got small role <laughs> anyway. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I'm just laughing at that choice because that's hilarious to me. That's Y'all didn't saying. even pick a person, so you know. It... <laughs> Trying to give love to some some actors, some actress, actor. Well, I guess so. Actors. Whatever. Actress. I know. I'm just saying. I guess so. Whatever. I'm saying what I said. Uh, so who else? I've been we got? told that that is actor. Did anybody pick Louis- Lisa Collins, <laughs> Louisa Earp? No, nigga. So who do you That's have? The, is that the one that screams what, though? What's, what's the name? What's nigga, the name who cares? He doesn't want to talk no, right now. 
nobody was like the the movie was gonna go on without her doing that okay like (laughs) you still ain't done maddie but you're doing these herb sisters like hurry up i think i did i think i'll pick sanaa lathan and thandy newton for ali 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 herb was thandy newton and lisa collins louisa was sanaa lathan okay they're both blonde that's the problem they're all three of the wives are blonde (laughs) yeah So who do we? It's just Thandie Newton and Sonal Lathan. Yeah, Thandie Newton is fine. Just Interchangeable. You can put him wherever yeah. you want. <laughs> All right. So we got Now we got to do Maddie. Get back in the kitchen. The the wife of Wyatt. Maddie, right? Or Maddie? Jesus Christ. Okay. All right. Who do you guys have? I enjoyed this one. Yes. Okay, and again, mm-hmm. keep in mind, I cast Denzel, so this is who I, <laughs> I have going with like Denzel. All right, who do you got, got LA? Angela Bassett. Um, Angela went through enough and what's love got to do with it. Now she got to be a cough syrup fiend? I don't think so. Luisa is the so, I picked somebody because oh, I'm thinking, I was like, who can play <laughs> Strung oh, Out God. on Drugs really well? Who can play Strung Out on Morphine really, really well? It was the second It was Also, also, who can we pick that can be insufferable that you, the audience, can be like, yeah, Wyatt deserves to go cheap. next wife? What's the next one? I picked Kimberly Elise. All right, check it out. I forgot that movie. So I had to think to myself. I had to think to myself, who could play this role? Who could be the wife that you want him to get away from? But at the same time, is going to act poorly because she does a bad job in this film. She's not a good actor. Like, Dana Wheeler-Nicholson is just overacting like a motherfucker, right? It's not bad, I should say. She's just overacting. And it hit me. Vanessa Williams. Huh? Strung out on laudanum. <laughs> she was... Dana Wheeler Nicholson you know, is you know not an unattractive was, woman. Was, <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, she's in, not unattractive. Like it, it didn't work. <laughs> and Vanessa Williams, she's not. Still. <laughs> oh, but we could do it to poor Angela Bassett. <laughs> strung out. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it to her. I mean, Kimberly has the Tyler hey, Perry connection. She's, so, you know, she's so played this, you know, struggling. <laughs> Why not? She is so good she at it. played a woman scorned. <laughs> Proven product. Can't do that to her again. Proven product. Yeah, you did. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you said Angela Bassett. I said Vanessa Williams. I can just see Vanessa Williams doing that scene where he comes home. How you feeling, Maddie? Oh, I'm just, I'm okay. (laughs) I can just see Vanessa Williams doing that scene so badly because she's not very good at acting. Who do you want to pick? Oh my body bang. Save the best for last. <laughs> <laughs> Who told her she could sing, man? Yo, Kimberly Lee. Fire that A and R. Makeup running, you know what I mean? Drinking some morphine works. Um, it's not morphine, nigga. It's laudanum. <laughs> it's the cough syrup. <laughs> Same thing in that time. It really wasn't. <laughs> Did you pick one, Antonio? Oh, he in there. Yep. Big body's deliberating. <laughs> he like, I don't know nothing about these women, so 
Let's go. All right. <laughs> this is a tough one, man. All right. He finally got one. Yeah. Finally got. He finally got him one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you right now. You didn't pick. I don't have any. You didn't pick I don't Michael have Rooker. Any other cat. I didn't pick Michael Rooker's character. I didn't. I, I didn't think Sherman. Sherman. Sherman McMaster is the narrator. And Mahershala And yeah, thank you, Mahershala You got there right. And you got there right, baby. Get it where I live. I'm gonna have to go with. Hey. I ain't, oh I ain't with them no more, man. I'm not with them no <laughs> more, man. Right. You gotta love it. Come on, man. You need, you need anything from McMaster, man. You call me, man. Come on, I think you put up with a little bit. Yeah, I love it. Y'all love it. Y'all not. No, I really don't. I really don't. Y'all love it. The only other character that I know for sure that I cast. I do feel you on the old. Because we haven't done Kate for Vanessa Williams, though. I do feel you. Yeah, you know what's funny? So tight for me. I made him Clifton Powell. That's why you ain't would let me get my pick. <laughs> Clifton Powell would have been the perfect character for Marshall to just slap up at the beginning of that shit. <laughs> Skin that smoke wagon and see what oh, happens. God, I love it. Putting it Shut down. <laughs> Skin that smoke wagon and see what happens. I, just slapping the shit out of Clifton Powell because he ain't going to do shit. I'm going to oh, be man. so mad at this fucking episode. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Flames. 100%. Yeah, no. Clifton, Clifton Powell was perfect to get slapped up. <clears throat> Did I pick someone for Billy Bob? All I know, Johnny Tyler. Like yeah, Johnny Tyler. You, you definitely. Oh, true to Edge of Ford. We was close. Oh no, we're not. <laughs> we're close. <laughs> you picked this classically trained <laughs> nigga, and I picked a nigga well, who's cause, known. It's because I was, I was like, I was, I was like, who who has like reverence of Billy Bob, but like not there yet in, in the movie. I was like, nah, true I just. I just went with. I just went Who'd with. Would you pick for Sherman McMaster so I can have it written down? <laughs> he picked oh, Terrence Howard. Oh, you know who it is, man. <laughs> Terrence Howard, man. It got it. Come Perfect on, fucking role for him. I'm gonna teach everybody on the cast teriology. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we still see. haven't done Kate yet, though. Who is she? Nigga, the only you casted the women that didn't do shit in this movie, but didn't recast Doc's girl. Oh, that's right. I don't think I did. You are a loser. <laughs> <laughs> I think she's I got her. the. She technically has a bigger role than Wyatt's wife. <laughs> Who'd you pick? I picked Zoe Spanish Kravitz. woman. <laughs> Zoe Kravitz. Zoe Kravitz. Okay, yeah. I'm not gonna fight you. I didn't. I didn't pick nobody. So you went by the phone. I would have won anyway, Antonio. nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Knowing you, you'd be like Pam Greer or some shit. Like <laughs> <laughs> you don't like black women? <laughs> I love black women. I love Pam Greer, but stop it. <laughs> uh, let's see. What, Who are we missing? Why I type Pam Greer out. That's God damn it! Instead of, instead of Zoe Kravitz, that's hilarious. Uh, did anybody pick anybody for the Marshall, Fred White? Uh yeah, I did. I think I did too. I uh, picked John Amos. I picked Jer- James Earl Jones. Okay. I picked John Amos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. John John Amos is better on the screen. James James got the voice, but for as far as screen presence, John just got to be John. I put. I think I put John oh, down that as really. You I know who would have been a good curly, curly that we didn't even say is. Uh, but then I switched. Uh, I ended up switching Gil to Roy Danny. Leo. Danny Glover. 
I didn't, he would have been. A I good didn't get him. I tried. I tried, and it didn't work out. He would have been. A, I feel like I just need to save him for future movies because uh, we might run. It might run thin quick, guys. Uh, <laughs> and I know we're a lot of Black Hollywood right now. The only other make. person I casted uh, was for Fabian. Anybody cast Fabian? I know. Uh, oh, we didn't pick. We didn't pick Billy Zane's character. Oh, That's you Fabian. thought? That's Fabian. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I did. I did pick Fabian. Sorry. Who'd you? Who'd you have? Michael. Michael Yearly. <laughs> it's so funny that we both went with light skinned niggas. <laughs> It is so apropos, right? <laughs> I pushed Jamar more. <laughs> oh, mine wins easily. Come on now. What yeah. you mean yours wins easily? How does easily. yours wins easily? Squint, Michael squint, Early is putting on movie. that leotard in the heart. First of all, it's Michael Ely. That's first off. Second oh, of all, <laughs> second of all, Shamar Moore is perfect in the Billy Zane role because he's not actually a good actor, just like Billy Zane. He just got by on his looks. <laughs> That's what he was what he was doing. Which means he doesn't need to be on this role if he's such a good actor. You know what I mean? Get, get what, what did I just say? I just said Shamar Moore is not a great actor. He's not a great actor. No, he's not. not he's not a great. He's not a great actor. <laughs> Who do you got, Antonio? No, I'm saying Shamar Moore Between or Michael or Michael Ely. Shout out to shout out to Shamar Moore. I didn't pick anybody for this, but I think. I'll Damn, you, it sounds like Josie. I'd rather look at. <laughs> <I'd rather listen. laughs> <laughs> What? <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't understand what? that answer. <laughs> what, what am I jealous of? <laughs> oh my god, what? that sounds like jealousy. Give you a clear reason. I'd rather look at his face. Yeah, I'd rather look at Shamar. Oh, you don't want to look at Michael? <laughs> oh god. And honestly, and honestly, and again, it's not fair because mm-hmm. it's him now. Yeah, Shamar Moore is um, He's on one of those. He's on SWAT right now. And so I, I don't know. Well, Fabian's not a tough guy. Fabian's not a tough guy. He's the guy. he's the other actor guy who comes like in with be, Josephine. He be, so he's he's not a yeah. Listen, <clears throat> listen to 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 be to not die reasonably early. In you you just that talk Shamor Moore out of that role for me now. We gotta let the audience decide. Dog, Michael Ely is a way has played way tougher roles than Shamar Moore. Michael Ely for sure not making. He's been a murderer on multiple occasions. Yeah, Shamar Moore was the same nigga they memeing for dancing on Soul Train off provocatively. That nigga is Fabian. Yeah, that nigga he lived off the good looks. It's that's why he's Fabian. Hey. Good looks alone. Like I know said. nobody picked Frank Stallone, but I picked Marlon Wayans because I was just like, who's be funny to, to get stabbed on camera? <laughs> and a, who's also a brother of famous people? Are we still Marlon. friends? <laughs> Here comes Man, Jamie. I'm putting comedy. I'm gonna, we don't have Shamar Moore, Jamie Foxx, uh, Jesse Williams <laughs> as Mr. Fabian instead. Hey, yo, um, Jesse. Yo, Jesse the Williams would have been a good Billy. There you go, Cam. I thought you. Cam, oh. Cam, I thought no, you were he would have been good Jesse as Billy Williams when you said when you said that actually, again, I thought you were going to say Jesse, Jesse Williams. Jesse Williams. Yeah, I'll, I'll take out my Kobe Jordan and put him. Yeah, Jesse put him. Williams. Yeah, no, that's he. Oh, I thought we picked Jabari Banks. <clears throat> no, we no, didn't. No, no, no. <laughs> we took him out because we oh. realized how that wouldn't have worked. No, we're talking about the Billy role. No, no, we didn't. No, it's not safe. We took it out. No, he's literally not safe. Which Billy? We just replaced it. The Billy Billy, the one with the glasses. Billy Breckenridge, yeah, the one with the glasses. Jesse Williams would be perfect for that. (laughs) Starting to feel like a conspiracy at this point. (laughs) Y'all just taking all my shit out. Hey, (laughs) y'all some assholes. Y'all just trying to erase all my picks at this point. Are they trying to erase who you was, Kyrie? 
Hey man, hey, just like don't nobody like tell you. To, don't nobody tell you to pick them them weak ass movie picks. You, this, you this can't cast a movie either. This is ridiculous. <laughs> this okay, is great. Right. I know you so, do. So, at this point, <laughs> we've got pretty much a rounded out cast. I, I would say this is a significant amount of the cast done. Oh uh, right, okay. James Earl Jones. Wait, narrator. Hmm. Really? I was gonna say Morgan Freeman. Ah, uh, that's where we have to defer. Yeah, it's perfect. So that's two yeah, for Morgan Freeman. I'll take that. I'm going with God. Right I'm going yeah, no, with God himself. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Okay. So starting from the top, we got Wyatt Arp as Mahershala Ali. Wyatt Arp. Please don't. Please put that wow. E in there. Please going. Yeah, it's, it's going. It's going to bug me. I'm okay. sorry to do it, but yeah. Doc, <laughs> Doc Holliday as Jonathan Majors. Mm-hmm. Virgil Arp as Keith David. Mm-hmm. Morgan Arp as Blair Underwood. <laughs> mm-hmm. Curly Bill uh, is Donnie, uh, Danny Glover. Mm-hmm. Uh, Johnny Ringo Tupac. Uh, we got Henry Hooker as Sidney Poitier. Mm-hmm. Billy Breckenridge as Jesse Williams. <laughs> uh, Sheriff Johnny Behan as Tyler Perry. Mm-hmm. Ike Clayton as Bernie Mac. Mm-hmm. Billy Clayton as Michael B. Jordan. Joseph Marcus as Lynn Whitfield. Josephine Marcus as Lynn Whitfield. Ali Arp. As Alfred Woodward, Woodard, yeah. Alfred Woodard, Woodard. Yeah. Alfred yeah. Woodard. Uh, Louisa as Stanley Newton, Maddie as Kimberly Elise, Sherman <laughs> McMasters as Terrence Howard, Johnny Tyler, yeah, Clifton Powell, Big Nose Kate as Zoe Kravitz, <laughs> Fred White as John Amos, uh, Mr. Fabian the actor as Shamar Moore, and the narrator Morgan Freeman. Perfect. Sounds like a blockbuster to me, baby. Welcome to Tombstone 1993. <laughs> All right. So we're going to go through. We're going to go through. You dig it. We're going to go through some act yes, breakdown really quickly. And uh, pick, out some, you dig it. <laughs> pick out some plot points that we think will change. And then we're going to do line read where we pick an Can actor. Can you count suckers? <laughs> we pick an actor uh, and a quote from the movie that the actor read and uh, read it as that actor. Uh, <laughs> uh, so the inciting incident is the Earth Brothers and their wives arrive in the silver boom town of Tombstone, Arizona. In a large measure, this is the obvious moment when Wyatt enters the story of uh, Adventure World. But notice uh, he repeatedly, emphatically rejects the call to adventure. At least three people proposition him to use his skills as a lawman in the town, but Wyatt wants nothing to do with the offers. Uh, he um, so he's there to make money and settle down with his family. He wants absolutely nothing to do with the main conflict and is stoked by the oh, town hallist cowboy game. That's one thing we have to change, too. Hmm. Because the main run of this movie is the game that he's trying to get rich off of is Feral. Which is like poker a game. version of like poker. Yeah. It's got to be spades. Absolutely. I was you way ahead of me. <laughs> way ahead of me. It's got to be spades, right? Antonio, you mm-hmm. don't disagree? All right, perfect. Uh, so the first plot point is while dealing uh, Faro in the, sta- the right. saloon uh, where he was gained 25% interest in the stake, uh, in the take Wyatt, his brothers, and their uh, tube- oh, tuberculosis. Yeah, Duck Holiday. Yeah. Uh, first, uh, Lockhorns with the Cowboys' ruthless leader, Curly Bill. Doc declares he hates Bill Wingman's Johnny Ringo, setting up their personal ent- uh Enemy, uh, this is the very slot point point, but almost non-existent. It doesn't force Wyatt into the main conflict in the second act so much as it merely, merely hints at it. It works largely because the pacing and tone of the movie, which slowly uh, uh, draws out the tension as it plods towards the inve- inevitability, violent firestorm of the second half. So in the first plot point, 
with Doc Holliday and all of them meeting and getting together. Do we change anything? Or we keep no. it the same? Keep I think a same? lot of this movie you can really keep the same. I Only think difference too. is he's not making money off Feral. He's making money off Spades. Yeah, no, I agree. So he runs um, in on Clifton Powell complaining about books and <laughs> and just slaps the shit out of him. Right, and yeah. And get the fuck Kick, out of here. Kicks him out. I'll be Huckleberry. Uh, first... First pinch point, an opium uh, adult Curly Bill shoots up the town, and when the old marshal tries to take up his guns away, Bill accidentally kills him. Wyatt, uh, latent lawman habit kicks in, and he instinctively takes charge of the situation, arresting Bill and staring down Clayton Brothers in a showdown uh, that stakes there. Nope. He ain't <laughs> there me for him. <laughs> Wyatt is still rejecting the conflict, but he's being drawn into it whether he wants to be in it or not. So One of them might get to me, but not before I turn your head into a canoe. You hear me? <laughs> Uh, do we think anything changes? That's a fucking bar. I'm gonna turn oh, your head great. into a canoe, canoe, my nigga. Yeah, come on, my nigga. Go also, doc. we're adding nigga to this movie, correct? Absolutely. At, at any moment possible. All right, great. That's and one then you the... got. That's when. That's when Doc comes out, and you, music lover. <laughs> <laughs> I've got two pistols, one for each of you. <laughs> probably, probably, probably seeing double right now. Yeah. I've got uh, two one for so each we don't want to change anything on this one keep it the same no yeah keep this shit the same i mean this is when john amos is gonna get capped or do we we pick john yeah. amos for this role yeah john amos right he, 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 he's he gets capped. popped in the streets by a by a man on opium i feel like opium is still usable in this sense like, we don't have to switch it to crack we can keep this <laughs> we can keep it as opium <laughs> yeah no crack it as opium. let's try to keep crack out crack rock crack rock crack is whack can we get can we get just like an old black townswoman to cry over john amos like violently, like church, church violently. <laughs> yeah. That's the only yeah, thing I get, really want to change. Get, uh, we can get Loretta Devine. There you go. <laughs> oh Lord Jesus! Oh Lord Jesus! Not, no, 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 Instead of just cough syrup, or what are we doing here? Yeah, double cupped up. Absolutely, one hundred percent. She listening to Wayne the whole movie. You know what I'm saying? She's... She taking sips while while he comes in and just throws the cup. <laughs> just throws the cup out the way. Just off screen. Oh, oh uh, mid, mid midpoint, the conflict with the Clayton brothers finally comes to the head when Wyatt's brother Virgil, who took the job as a town marshal, after Wyatt turned Side down. Side note: This whole movie is Virgil's fault. <laughs> oh, all Virgil had to do was not take the job. Yeah, no, 100%. Uh, decides to enforce the new law that guns can't be carried within the town limits. Knowing the knowing his brothers are headed to the showdown, Wyatt reluctantly joins them and Doc heads down to the OK Corral for the shootout, where uh, where there is a slow burn at first half of the finally, finally fully explodes. Uh, Wyatt dons his guns, proves his abilities despite his best efforts to avoid the conflict, is now firmly enmeshed in it. He can no longer be re- uh, uh, reactive. He must start taking action to protect himself and his family. Uh, I don't think... Anything changes but the style of guns? Do we want to change up the guns? <laughs> no, because it's still in the Wait, same time frame. So no, it's not. Gonna, it's not. I think the whole conversation prior to the shootout changes at that point, though. Can we give somebody gold guns? Sure, why not? Let's man, give him a little more flash. Let's give him some gold guns. I feel like the only person who would have one is Wyatt, and it doesn't come into play yet. And that's Gravemaker. That doesn't come into play yet. Mm-hmm. Why it goes? Well, actually, no. That's when Wyatt gets Gravemaker. Yeah, because when he's, he said, "You may as well swear me in," and he goes back home. Opens up the drawer, pulls out the revolver that says Gravemaker on the handle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that would be the gold gun, for sure. Yeah, 100%. Even though Wyatt's not even the nicest shooter, it's Doc. Right, exactly. Uh, 
Let's see. In retaliation for the three men killed outside the OK Corral, the Cowboys shoot out the Earps' wives and drastically wound Virgil in the arm. This is a long section spanning pretty much the entirety of the second half of the second act. It's a prime example of the antagonist force power being emphasized in a way that sets up and leads directly into the third plot point. Uh, which is, uh, I would cut the whole shooting in the wives' house. Can we just cut that whole thing? No, you can't because if you're going to have, if you recast McMasterson and that's the thing that really pushes him over the edge of leaving the Cowboys. He's like, I heard about what they did to your wives. I'm not with that shit. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. I did forget that. Because I was like, does this even matter? You're right. 100%. And you have Josephine going to warn him because you got punk-ass Tyler Perry. Look, after tonight, ain't even going to be no wider. <laughs> Shitty, cheating, bang, bang. You know what I'm <laughs> so, yeah, you got to uh, Let's see. There. The third plot point, much like the two-sided doorway key event, uh, between the first act and the second act, we have the low moment ending in the second act and another definitive action open in the third act. The low moment is uh, clearly the murder of Wyatt's youngest brother, Morgan, who is shot in the back. Uh, this closes off the lengthy pinch point between, which is uh, useful to note, could not be uh, this long in a book. It's the final occurrence in the second act. This is Wyatt's moment of tragedy. He must rise from it, bend on revenge, and gallop into the full on fury of the third act. The third act uh, begins at the train station where he tells the Clayton uh, to warn the cowboys that he's coming and hell's coming with me. Do we want to st- tie into the first part of the whole movie where the priest tells Ringo and then from the book of revelations that death on a pale, on the pale horse. Is gonna the come horse. Them. Yeah. Hell's coming with me. Uh, I don't think anything really in this needs to change either. This movie is really, where's Wyatt Maddie right here. <laughs> <Bye-bye>. <laughs> oh, please don't kill me. <laughs> who, who do we pick for that again? Bernie, Bernie, Mac. Mac. Bernie Mac. That's right. Come on now. You know, you can see Bernie doing that. You just imagine dollar bill in the trunk. <laughs> uh do we change any of the fits i feel like the fits got to change a little bit why a little more a little more style to them a little more flair old west bro yeah you know what i mean you want to wear pimp suits what you want, you want it to be the why Mac? not I mean, <laughs> they're all in the sand with jordans come on man. Yeah. there you go all right now now we're cooking uh so the climax after killing curly bill the conflict spreads uh sorry spirals down to his final uh confrontation with the psycho gunman johnny ringo who challenges wyatt to a duel uh although ringo's death uh at dock sand is basically the end of the conflict the true cinematic moment uh, I'm sorry, climactic moment is which uh, Ike Clanton flees in horseback, flying away his rad sash, making him uh, as a cowboy no more, symbolizing the end of the cowboys um, uh, wouldn't allow the Clayton's death in the movie. Oh, I'm sorry, since history wouldn't allow for Clayton's death in the movie, excuse me. Uh, resolution years later, Wyatt sits at Doc's bedside in a uh, sanatorium in Colorado after Doc finally dies of tuberculosis. Uh, Wyatt s- seeks out the actress he met in Tombstone and asks her to marry him. Um... Any changes? Think we need to change anything from that? No. No? Pretty good? No. Movies, movies pacing is amazing. Um, yes, it is. So, <clears throat> to note, this is a phenomenal movie and also uh, one that features a very unique structure. Unlike most stories, which offer a rise and fall of action between the major plot points, the conflict here is more of a straight line rising, almost without interruption, as particularly evident in this quite first plot point. It keeps uh, the conflict very uh, understated in the first half, even going so far as to keep Y basically unarmed into the midpoint. And conflict finally explodes at the midpoint that grows more and more personal. The approach works for a couple of reasons. One, the tension is handled masterfully. We can feel the approach of danger and doom when, uh, I'm sorry, which makes the weight of the more delicious. 
Delicious. Interesting choice from the silent producer. Uh, when the story is finally ready to unleash its action, it doesn't hold back. The second half is a whirlwind of conflict and violence. Three, it also doesn't hurt that the story is already a legendary. The viewers knowing uh, going in that the shootout at the OK Corral is going to happen sooner or later, which is an advantage for the filmmakers planning a uh, comparatively uh, leisurely first half. Uh, thank you, silent producer, for giving us that. I, pot I did not down. write any of this. So. Oh, you should have took all the credits. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> Shut up! I was like, I was like, I know goddamn well, Bane ain't write this out. <laughs> Bane has shit to do. <laughs> like, ain't writing all that. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I think I was not sober for all of yesterday. What? How do you think I came up with this shit? <laughs> yeah, but I think out, outside of the cast difference, there's not much to change the the pacing of this movie is so good uh there's not much to really change outside of um changing the cast and kind of keeping really close to the original um line read let's pick pick a quote that we want to say as the actor we picked um cam which actor do you want to pick i imagine it'll be doc holiday but can you do jonathan majors as doc holiday jonathan majors as doc holiday yeah Mm -mm. Yeah, I don't know no, if I can really do <laughs> Jonathan Majors yeah. as Doc Holliday. <laughs> I feel like Doc Holliday is already Doc Holliday no matter who's playing him. <laughs> so if Jonathan Majors, I'm the Huckleberry. That's, That's not just bad. my game. That's just my game. <laughs> yeah, it's not bad. Antonio, you want to pick one? <laughs> Tell him I ain't got it, man. <laughs> <laughs> man, I ain't got it as much, man. Like I put something on it. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of already did mine. It was Terrence Howard this year. That's what I was gonna say. Terrence <laughs> Howard was the easy pick. Yeah, that was That's the, the that was the one pick. I was gonna do. Because <laughs> I knew. Doc I was gonna Howard say, was gonna wait, just Antonio, just do the That's well by line from from. Daniel. Oh yeah, do well by. Just do a real well, raspy. Well, I don't know how to do bye. Absolutely. And damn shit it is in this podcast it is. That is close enough. That is, <laughs> that is Cammy Glover right there. <laughs> That's who that is. Uh we do have uh, a list of movies for Make It Black and a couple of dramas that we could pick from. We'll throw it up. Um we'll throw it up on the socials. Uh kind of a daunting task for this one to kind of show everybody's list in terms of who they picked. Um Norm I think going forward we'll pick <laughs> we'll get some with a little smaller list so you guys can pick who you think uh, chose the better cast and what the ultimate cast was chosen for. Um, we'll get a chance to give you guys some options to let you know what genre that you would like us to talk about, see about making it black, and uh, we'll pick from the movies that we have from that genre. Um, Cam, tell the good folks where they can find you. Uh, you can find me getting tested for tuberculosis at Cam Archer <laughs> on all platforms. Uh, Antonio, where can the good folks find you? Testing my quick draw. Also, you can find me giving up my satchel, man, at l.a. underscore gfc. Or find me on Twitter at l.a. underscore gfc. This man said, give it up his satchel. That nigga did not have a bag. He's giving up his satchel. Satchel. Uh, more importantly, follow us on the, pod, on the podcast socials, DTWT Pod, on both Instagram and Twitter. Uh, make sure you go check us out on the website. Check us out on the merch, DTWTPod.com. That, again, is DTWTPod.com. This uh, episode will go up hopefully soon. <laughs> it's a long one. Uh, and check us out on the on, on the YouTube. 
Yeah. Oh, hopefully, man. check us out on the YouTube. Hopefully, this goes up successfully. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> this goes up successfully at some point in time. Uh, once uh, we uh, once we revive the uh, wonderful silent producer from his heart attack. Um, speaking of which, follow him as well, J O Z H underscore Martinez, uh, or also follow him. He handles all of our socials, DTWT Pod, again on Instagram and on Twitter. Make sure you like and subscribe and follow us on all of the things that you can hear us on. Uh, Find remember us everybody, fight on Twitter for eight ninety nine. Oh yeah, that's what I mean. Big blue checky coming soon. Uh, always, guys. It's always nice to be good, but it's way more fun to do the wrong thing. And we out.